Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 168 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Pretty good bit of news tonight, brought to you by Newsmaster Brand McKee. He may or may not be on the show. Uh, Tencent acquisition of Sumo Group. Who is Sumo and who is Tencent? Find out later. Netflix to start on mobile games. Switch up your game with Valve's new handheld. Hmm. What is this? Does it drift? Do the Joy-Cons drift? Uh, your new Tom Clancy game? Question mark. Nintendo adds more games to its online service. I cannot wait to be playing uh, Earthbound and Super Mario RPG, because I'm sure that's what they are. And we have your late July Game Pass games. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. Hello. <laughs> and that's our conception on the second. It's got very intimate all of a sudden. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, Hello okay. <laughs> Cesar's thinking, uh, is it just Richard and Brent? <laughs> Where do we go from here? Do I need I, well, I was going to just log off. I was like, well, not this week, I guess. <laughs> <Move along. laughs> everything's everything's no, fine here. You guys no, continue. Cesar, you, you have your part to play, sir. Oh, I, I want you up, here. I would uh, I would have hung up and we'll open up another tab and start watching something else. I would have like, oh. <laughs> Brent said, I want you here. <laughs> I'm still I debating whether I should drop off this call or not. So, <laughs> Stay with us. Oh, Cesar, are you still drinking the Coke with coffee? Uh, yeah, it's usually my go-to drink. Um, they are two for four right now at the Kroger's, I saw. The Le Crojets. Which one, the fancy ones? Uh, I think it's all of them, right, when the ad goes up. Uh, no, the Publix has them for like two for three or something like that. Oh, that's better. Dollars, that's better. Like a dollar fifty each, yeah. Yeah. Because I went to Publix today and I was like, oh, and I threw a couple in the basket because it was not planned. <laughs> I was there for other things. Oh, for a couple in the basket. I said that out loud in the aisle. I was like, oh, and then, oh. <laughs> and then everybody comes. They're like, oh, yeah. so that's our that's our announce that the coats were there. making oh. a big deal over here. Let me just throw this stuff in there too. <laughs> Does it taste good? We don't know. Did I get the diet one? Still not sure. Let's throw oh, it in the, the basket. That dude over there was pretty happy about it. So I decided oh. about some too. Oh. He made guttural noises at the, <laughs> the coke with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing. Uh, I know you're a fan of the cold brew. We've we've been uh, doing. Uh, we've got a Takea. I think the brand is Takea Cold Brewer, and you load up like this nozzle thing in the middle of it. It's like a filter, and you sit it there for 24 hours with a certain amount of coffee, and then it just makes concentrate, which is what I think you've been getting and and mixing. So we've we've had that thing for probably a year. We just finally started using it again, and. Uh, I did not tell the missus. She requested decaf for me to make that as decaf so that uh, it could be like afternoon, evening, that sort of thing. She's way more caffeine sensitive than I am. So I did this and it didn't. I'm a, I'm operating under the understanding that we all know it's decaf. She makes it for her morning coffee and then has a headache later on in the day. And as I'm going through, like, what what's off here? Like, what's different? Like well, you had coffee, she's like, yeah, but I had the I had the cold brew. I was like, well, it's decaf, and it's like <laughs> that's why she's had no caffeine the whole day. I was like, where did you not? Where was the interruption here? What, what happened? What got lost in translation? You requested the decaf. I wouldn't have made decaf cold brew. You requested the decaf. I made it. Then you had it, and then now you have a headache because you haven't had any caffeine. So you you just did what was requested, and in, in chaos ensued, and it was wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying Welcome that. My saying life. Chaos. chaos. <laughs> Straight chaos. That's my chaos theory. Uh, decaf cold brew coffee. Uh, we did it again, and we're still operating under the understanding, I think, that it's decaf. So we'll find out later. Keep everybody guessing. 
Yeah, you never know. Uh, it might be awake for 12 hours. You might go to sleep. Because I was straight like, what is this shit? And I, I'll tell you instantly if it's decaf or not. So. You can know off a of taste? Oh, yeah. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll try it out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, shit talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about talking shit, man. Coffee oh, you have to do the life. Pepsi challenge, but it's coffee. It's cold brew coffee. Well, I mean, Pepsi challenge is no challenge at all. So I know. I remember doing that in the stores, and it was like, really? I'm... And we live in the land of Cokes. Like, I know which one is which here. Did you ever do the Pepsi challenge? Do you ever see that somewhere? No, I never did that. When was that? I feel like that was at the same Kmart I first played GameCube at. So that was like 2001 or 2002. You, you didn't miss anything, Brandon. At the end, they'll just get you like, got you, bitch. It's RC Cola this whole time. <laughs> oh, I know that one, too. That's like, extra regional. <laughs> No, but they would give you they would give you a taste test. They would put a it would be a clear plastic cup and they would give you a splash of Coke and there would be a splash of Pepsi and you you decide which one you like the most. And oh, it's supposed to be, you know, oh, this one's the best. Oh, that's the Pepsi one. But you could just I mean, I drink way too much soda probably anyways. I especially did back then, but you could definitely tell trying either one, like, okay, I know which one is which. So um just to let you know, uh, Skynet came into our chat and Twitch and wanted us to let us know if we one big followers and prime the viewers go on this website, bigfollows.com. Where do we go? Ooh, click click, it. click, click it. it. Click it. Where do we go? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm clicking on that. Oh, look at that. Oh. Fashionable link. <laughs> big, long, click hard it. follows. Yeah. <laughs> big it. follows. It's not the big follows you thought it was. Cesar, Cesar. No, it says big fellows, Cesar. <laughs> Don't click on me. Uh, no, I'm already there. It's too late. I'm seeing big fellows and uh, some kind of lemon party thing. All right. Well, oh. let them know. Let them know there's a video game podcast they could be. They could uh, be tuning into and telling their friends yes. about. Tell Hopefully they'll put on their website page so everybody can watch with us. So. Our, all po- right, let's our get podcast into... brings all the boys to the yard. Whatever. Whatever it takes. Come come one, come all. Come anyone. Come to our podcast. Get us uh, affiliation for all. For Twitch, for... What else do we need affiliation with? Oh. Ad support. I'd be okay if ad support just paid our freaking SoundCloud dues. I know it's not that much, especially considering how much we put on there, but that would be nice. I mean, I wonder if we should update our Twitter um, bio and just put in there with four weekly follow, uh, followers. <laughs> <laughs> just hashtag stuff and try to get randos. And... Four weekly followers. Watchers every week. <laughs> be a shill. That's what... uh. Apparently there's a there's a documentary going around about influencers and things like that and that's what they that's how they start off they purchase these views and such. Yeah, you'd be surprised you'll be, you'll be surprised when people look at something like why is this many people watching this and then they jump in so. Yeah. Or they get a boost. Uh, maybe it would just be a matter of being on that platform one time or twice or three times or whatever it is it takes to be in front of that audience. <laughs> I mean, we still got uh we can still join uh, join uh. The Facebook game streaming, so whatever they call it, Facebook Watch. I don't even remember what they call it anymore. Is it Facebook Watch? We're down to just Brant. Brant's going to have to get us on Facebook. I'm banned for life. (laughs) I don't even want to be on the thing. Oh, I'm banned for life. (laughs) You don't exist to them. You're not even a real person. Well, I gave them my driver's license. They said no. Denied him as a real person. He is a real person. They're (laughs) like, denied his personhood. "Eh, I don't know about this. I was like, okay, sure. I tried. Banned for life. I don't care. I'll, I'll tell people I'm banned for life on Facebook. They're like, hey, follow me on Facebook. Can't ban for life. Then I messaged you, and it's been like a week. You're like, oh, yeah, they told me I don't exist, so we can't. I'm not do a real that. person. 
I'm like, I'm freaking Pinocchio. I'm not a real boy. Oh, God, it'd be up to Brant, but Brant doesn't even want to be on Facebook. I still say we carve our own path without uh, uh, Zuckerberg. Without suck. Yeah. <laughs> without the suck. Have they shot him off in a penis-shaped <laughs> rocket yet? No, just, uh, <laughs> just the Bezos brothers. <laughs> I think the Zuck would get in a giant uh, drill machine and just go to like the center of the Earth. Back to watching, his back to his home world. I, I was uh, watching live as the Bezos brothers were launching the space. As I was running on the treadmill, I was like, "Great, this is all that's on TV." And I was like, "I guess I'm watching this." There was nothing else for me to go. So. It's like Doctor Evil's <laughs> rocket ship launching out of the yeah. volcano. Yeah. <laughs> every time I see in the sky, in the sky, I was like, "Man, that don't look right." <laughs> that is a uh, phallic as <laughs> it ascends to the heavens. Oh, we're sending a dick to space. And a rocket. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if, uh, yeah, I wonder if uh, extraterrestrials are looking at us like, look at these guys. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. It could have been, it could have been breast, it could have been vaginal. They, they sent a penis. They strapped a man in a penis and sent it into space. And this is the one they chose. This is a representation for yeah. however long it's been since we had private, privatized, or this, that's the first. Well, uh, the, the first one is uh, Musk. He's the one that's been doing all the stuff for the U.S. government. Yeah. Privatized spacecrafts. Uh, speaking of purchasing things for large amounts of money, let's get into news. Uh, this comes from The Verge. Tencent is buying British game studio Sumo for $1.27 billion. <laughs> Suddenly, the Super Mario 64 sale looks kind of trivial. I guess, uh, I guess Tencent was selling some of their copies to fund... On this purchase, uh, Sumo recently developed Sackboy for Sony and Crackdown for Microsoft. This article says Sumo Digital's had their hands in a bunch of stuff. I think they did that Mario or that uh, Sonic All Stars Racing series, a couple of those. Um, I can't believe they were the primary studio behind Crackdown 3. That still is mind blowing. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure, was developed by them, that was in the lead. In 2017, Sumo released Snake Pass for multiple platforms. It's first foray into original IP. I remember that being pretty good. Like people were, yeah. I don't know if that was just like early Switch. We want to get a new game to play, but it had a soundtrack by either Grant Kirkhope or David Wise. So it had like the, you know, it had the googly eyes on the snake. So it seemed to have the rare pedigree behind it, but it was a Sumo joint. Uh, Carl Cavers is Sumo CEO, and he's quoted as saying Tencent has demonstrated its commitment to backing Sumo's client work as well as its own original IP, so things are unlikely to change too quickly. The buyout does, however, give Tencent yet another foothold in the international gaming industry following prominent investments in companies like Epic, Riot, Activision, and Ubisoft. Uh, it's not the only acquisition news from Tencent on Monday. Tencent's Teamy Studio Group, which makes the hugely popular Call of Duty Mobile and the upcoming strategy game Pokemon Unite, which came out today, I think, as of yes. this recording, announced that it is opening a development studio in Montreal, Canada. So Tencent continues to expand. They are the, what, Disney, ABC, ESPN of gaming at this point. If not the Embracer group, <laughs> wait, yeah. wait till they get the Embracer group, then there'll be no oh, players Lord. left. We we chased away a uh, big com. They finally left our chat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they left. They, they were there for a minute. They were like, maybe they might say something. I think they helped uh, 
along with development, not not whoever Cesar was talking about that was in the chat. <laughs> uh, Sumo Digital. I, I was think like, we're, we're talking like about a, big follows? I was like, damn, they're that big? Big follows. They were a support studio. Oh, they did uh, Virtua Tennis World Tour for the PSP. I love that version oh. of Virtua Tennis. Uh, they did Out, Outrun 2006, Coast to Coast. Super Rub-A-Dub for PlayStation 3, which I actually yeah. really, really enjoy. Oh, Cesar's got the Coke. It's our it product placement dark. that we don't get paid for. It's the Dark Blend. That's my favorite one. It matches your chair, too, sir. Uh, they did Sega Superstars Tennis for the DS, PS2, Wii, PS3, and 360. Virtua Tennis 2009, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. That's what I was trying to come up with. And then the sequel, Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed for the Wii U <laughs> exclusively. Uh, they did a little Big Planet 3. I don't think that one was very well received. It was something. Snake Pass, which was well received. Crackdown 3, which was not well received. <laughs> Team Sonic Racing. Okay, so they have three Sonic Racing games under the belt, just not the Game Gear Sonic. So uh, if you... If you look, every third every third game they make sucks. <laughs> That's the pattern? <laughs> yeah, look at the Sonic Racing. That was like the third Sonic Racing was the Team Sonic Racing, right? Yes. Which is the weaker of the Sonic Racings. They can't make threes. Do not that give one's them not out. good? That third one's not good? It's the worst one out of the three, yeah. Oh, wow. Do not give them Half-Life 3. Do not give them Left 4 Dead 3. Do not give them anything with three. <laughs> they got little Big Planet 3, and it was uh, not well-received. I forgot that's a cross-gen title. That came out on PS3 and PS4. Mm-hmm. Crackdown 3. <laughs> you're right, Cesar. You're on to something. <laughs> uh, but Sackboy, Big Adventure. Give them the fourth. Don't give them the third one. Give them the fourth one. Yeah. Uh, and they have made uh, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, which is being published by Focus Home Interactive. Is it part three yet? Or is In 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't uh, buy three from Sumo, so no offense, Sumo. I'm sorry, guys. I don't good. make games, and that's a dick move, but whatever. Uh, they ported Dead Space Ignition to the PS3 and Xbox 360. Which they was ported. the third Dead Space game. <laughs> so Dead Space 3 came out. Was that the was that like the visual novel one or was that the point in the it's on rail shooter? That's that it. was on the on the Wii. That was like, hey, we can't give you Dead Space, so here's the next best thing on Rail Shooter. Right. They did Disney Infinity 3.0. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them the third game. Uh, Hitman, they ported Hitman 1 and Hitman 2, but they, they didn't get Hitman 3. <laughs> <laughs> Says yeah, the word is already out. <laughs> I'll cut them all. Oh, it, just took me, it took me like 10 minutes, but I cracked the code. I know what's happening. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut them all. You did well in the first two, and I give you the third one. <laughs> we'll see you in part four. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sega Rally Online Arcade. Is that a downloadable? Oh, it was released in Japan. Yeah, Home Virgin was released. Our, our, our fan favorite game over. Yeah, as they sing to you as you die. Game over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sega Rally 3 contains three racing modes. This is the episode of the threes. All right. Okay. That's Sumo Digital's thing. Uh, who's got this <laughs> Netflix story? <laughs> well, we wish, them, we wish them nothing but luck. It seems like when studios are bought, you know, there's, there's a lot of dread behind I've been looking for that remote for two weeks. It's over there on the floor. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you uh, that was random as hell. Jesus. Yeah, you broke character, sir. <laughs> I was trying to play a Blu-ray Sunday, and I ended up having to hook up a PS3. Like, I had to go to this massive... I had two different Blu-ray players. I couldn't find the remote. I had so to hook up you. a PS3. 
should have finished the fight. She's like, no, this bullshit. Just got in your car, drove down to Walmart, bought a third party one. But like, no, I'm watching this blue red. This blue red. <laughs> I knew I had seen it recently, and that's where it is. It, it fell. I've got like five remotes behind that Commodore printer, and that shit fucking fell over. Uh, I uh, guess I can take this next story, Brian, if you want me to. Yep. There you go. It doesn't matter. Uh, Netflix is they're doing their. Um, this is from The Verge by Jay Peters. Uh, Netflix is expanding into gaming. Um, they're starting with uh, mobile. Uh, the games will be added no added cost with a Netflix subscription. Uh, they revealed recently that I think who who did they hire? They hired Mike Verdu. Mike Verdu from mm-hmm. uh, former EA and Oculus is heading up their gaming work, and this is uh, quoted from the article here that I referenced earlier. We're also in the early stages of the further expanding to games, building on earlier efforts around interactivity, i.e., Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and our Stranger Things games. We view gaming as and they didn't even mention their the labyrinth games or whatever yeah. but uh uh we view gaming as another what was it dark crystal actually we view gaming as another new content category for us similar to our expansions and original films animations on script tv games will be included with the subscription no additional costs uh similar to films and series initially we'll be primarily focused on games for mobile devices we're excited as ever about our movies and tv series offerings and we often long run long run way of increasing investment and growth all across all of our existing content categories but since we are nearly a decade into pushing the pro original program we think the time is right to learn more about how our members value games then they kind of do their pat on the backs about all the people they got from other networks like shonda rhimes and uh reed hastings and yep i think that's pretty much the whole article basically so it was the first netflix original content the first show they created i remember that being a big deal though and now everybody does it, right? But they were like the first HBO, you know, that yeah. was a streaming service that you didn't have to. I mean, it was still premium, but it was. Um, I think I think Stranger Things was their first big hit. But I don't remember yeah, what their they first, had, first show. They had. Yeah, they definitely uh, had a few other House things of Cards. Okay. House of Cards. That was a big deal. But I know, yeah, they're planning within the year to to get games i mean i guess dipping your toe into mobile games is uh, i guess a safe bet i mean because i i would assume mobile games are a little bit easier to develop um i mean plus they're uh, this is going back to you know we brought the story up a few months ago that they'd probably capitalize on things that they already had, which is what they said uh, with Black Mirror and Stranger Things. Uh, and they do say that, you know, they've always considered games um, that they compete with them. Um, for time and attention, the co-CEO Reed Hastings writing, we compete with and lose uh, to Fortnite more than HBO. And, and that's what he said in 2019. Huh. So that's as far as like uh, people's attention and what they're going to spend time and money on. Yeah. Wow. So and that's that's the, the real reason is I don't think this article talks about it is they had a huge drop in subscriptions recently. Yeah. Like half, I, it's like half a million or something like that. I can't remember. Damn, I, what I, happened? I, what caused people to drop off? Because uh, you got other streaming services like HBO Max is taking off Peacock. Peacock. Uh, Paramount yeah. Plus. Uh, Disney Plus, uh, at this point, they're getting a saturation in the market, and this is a way to add value to Netflix. 
Uh, in my opinion, probably the easiest way to add something. I don't have to sit there and put anything in the background of stream games yet, which I'm assuming yeah. is probably what they want to do at some point in the future. Is right. do mobile and then work your way up. So maybe they end up getting that. Uh, you know, Stadia was going to talk about licensing with partners. Netflix would be a big splash. Would be a big name to co-associate with with Stadia as a platform and a and a service. Brent, do you have Netflix still? Yes. Yeah. So you keep that in your repertoire. Quite some time. Yeah. And I mean, they they do offer so many different shows. I mean, the the only really the bad thing about Netflix is um, when they generate a lot of these shows uh, and 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 start these brand new shows, they generate a lot of uh, excitement uh, towards them, and it's made to pull new subscribers in, not technically keep current subscribers. So they, you know, announce these new exciting shows and then keep them for maybe two seasons, and then they don't renew them. They'll, you know, drop them off. So I know there's been at least a few series that I've gotten like really into, and they <laughs> they do one, maybe two, maybe even three seasons, and then they're just like, eh, well, yeah, we're pulling the plug canceling that one so because yeah. it did it did its job it got the return that they needed for new subscribers and it hit like behind a behind a marvel marvel movie it piggybacked off of it or like the witcher or something like that you yeah know? which that second season's coming up soon yeah it's all about it's all about content views so i mean if it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't get it they'll they'll get rid of it i mean at this point they are still in debt like billions of dollars to produce these How? shows because they, they borrowed and borrowed and borrowed so they can uh, produce content that they don't own. So, so like I said, they, they're, they're, that's what I said. I don't, eh, they're, they're in a lot of debt. They're a lot of Damn. Debt. I didn't know they were that deep in. Yeah. I thought they were just raking in dough. So that, that hit subscriber hit is a big deal for them. I see. It's, it's a, it's a hit in the United States. It's been growing everywhere else because um, if you look at like, for instance, in Japan, in Japan, they're, for anime, it's like the Wild West. Everything's shown on TV, tele, uh, televised on TV for anime. Uh, and the only streaming service in Japan that does anything with anime is Netflix. So, like, all the stuff that we see on Funimation, High Dive, and and uh, Crunchyroll that spread out mm-hmm. is all on Netflix. They all they own the anime so for streaming. So, like, they have a high subscriber count in Japan just for that. So, like, every show that we see on, like, three different services is all on Netflix or Amazon. Uh, they're the two big ones that own all the stuff out there. Oh. So, because there's no, like, Sony doesn't own a streaming service in Japan. Um, those studios don't own a streaming service in Japan, so they rely on Netflix and, and Amazon to do it for them. So, so they actually have, uh, their accounts went higher worldwide. That. Yeah. And, uh, it's just dropping the United States. All right. So, I'm sure we'll get more announcements on that down the road. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago as a rumor that uh, Valve and Steam were going to be working on a Switch-esque uh, portable device that would play things from the Steam OS and Steam library. And this past week, uh, the 15th... Lo and behold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just kind of ex- came out of nowhere. It exists. Yeah, uh, and that news just started rolling out. To clarify, before, I don't, before we uh, get too derailed off of it, they're uh, $16 billion in debt. Ooh. Oh, Netflix, not not Valve. Nope. Not no, Valve. Newell. Uh, yeah, then Valve's not in debt. <laughs> They're doing fine. They're still getting the thirty percent cut off everything. So you said sixteen million. Sixteen billion. 
with a B. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts. So that they, according to them, billion dollars. At the according to them, at the beginning of the year, it was they were no longer borrowing against debt, so they stopped at the sixteen billion. They accumulated uh, sixteen billion in debt over ten years. They started ten years ago making, getting ready for uh, exclusive content. So wow. Well, best of luck to everyone on Netflix. Uh, Valve Steam Deck. It's a portable. It's Switch esque or Sega Nomad esque. Or the Gabe Gear, as I've heard it referred to as. It's also a good one, yeah. I like that one. Uh, it's going to be starts at $399. There's a 64 gig version for that price. Uh, it comes with EMMC uh, uh, internal storage and a carrying case. There's a 256 gig model for $529 that comes with an NVMe. <laughs> I think we know which one says our pre ordered. That comes with a 256 gig NVMe SSD internal storage. Faster storage, they note. Uh, carrying case and exclusive Steam community profile bundle. <laughs> uh, make sure you get that in. This comes from Gamatsu and Saurmano. I forgot to mention that. Uh, Twitter unverified. <laughs> Gamatsu, that is. Oh, feel for that, man. Every I know, you can't ever get verification. <laughs> what does it take? Uh, and the 512 gigabyte version is $649 and gives you the exact same things and premium anti-glare etched glass. And an exclusive carrying case. Not just the <laughs> carrying case. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they partnered with AMD to create Steam Deck's custom APU, customized, optimized for handheld gaming. It is a Zen 2 plus RDNA 2 powerhouse, delivering enough, more than enough performance to run the latest AAA games in a very efficient power envelope. Once you've uh, logged into Steam other Deck... other AAA games that we played in a bowl on there as well, so... Such as, <laughs> ah, you know where I'm Link getting at. <laughs> Trewex. There you go. No, then there's. Oh yeah. <laughs> Trewex games. Irage. Irage on the go. Oh, I was laughing so hard because somebody was portable. Talking about that. Like, someone was like, "I can't wait to play Nico Pera, uh, Pera on, my, on the plane and have people like, what the fuck's happening with these cat people?'" <laughs> I was like, there's already people on Twitter talking about how uh, inappropriate they're going to be with their Steam Decks. <laughs> on airplanes. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so when you log in, your entire Steam library shows up. You'll find your collections and favorites. Um, the Steam Deck was built for extended play sessions, whether you're using thumbsticks or trackpads. The rest of the device is sculpted to comfortably fit a wide range of hand sizes. Uh, the official dock props up your Steam Deck while connecting to external displays wired Networking, USB peripherals, and power. You can also use a powered USB-C hub if you've got one lying around. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's uh, it's official. I think the rumor name was Steam Pal, right? And then what yeah. we were talking about on a previous podcast. I th- I think that might have been a better option because I mean, if you if you tie try and type in Steam Deck, it tries to correct to Stream Deck. Yeah. So. The Elgato project yeah. product. They announced one. They announced. No, is that good or bad? I wonder. I wonder what those metrics look like for them doing that on it, the same day. It was just oddly weird when they were they were getting ready to do like the, um, the Nintendo pre-orders for the Swoled, and um, <laughs> and like they they were like that that day before they're like oh just hold on to your three ninety nine you know like they just like shotgun it in there like we got to get this out there that people can be confused if they need to see which one they yeah. want to buy yeah I, I say that but you have that two month requirement before you can even buy one so uh, you know you have to have been on steam for two months right yeah 
or have a valid Steam account? Uh, I believe they did say that there's a like expandable uh, MVME slot on two of these models. They didn't really say if you're going to be able to upgrade <laughs> it yourself. Brent, there's so, one on my PS5, uh, which I I'm currently using. Uh, to answer your question, somebody had sent an email to Gabe and asked him, like, can I up, if I take another M2 stick and put it in there, will it work? And he replied in the email, yes. Oh, okay. He didn't, he didn't clarify what you had to do to get to get it going. Their but... operating system back on there. Uh, yeah. You might have to go ahead and just put Windows 10 on there and then do everything the hard way, but and it, apparently it is upgradable. Yeah, and that's the other thing is they said this thing is completely open. It's it's Linux based. You can but you can run Windows. You can run uh, their Steam OS, but you, you, I mean you can put whatever you want on there. Which I mean technically you can open it up and install all sorts of other programs, emulators, and whatever the hell you want, which is pretty cool. It's all over naughty games. Or more naughty games. Yes, yeah, Arage. I sent uh, I sent Richard one of the reviews from one of the the Raga games they had on. There. <laughs> <laughs> that I randomly ran into. I don't. I didn't own the game, but I just happened to saw it. And it's like I have to take a picture. This is so funny to me. <laughs> so he like, say, he's he's like, like 900, 900 hours spent in this game. It was like 918 hours he spent in there. <laughs> 918 hours well spent. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I mean, between uh, your Steam library and then if you wanted to, you could load up Windows on this thing and put uh, uh, put Game Pass on there, and then. Well, you got a beast. We already know what's going to happen. They're going to find some way to put Game Pass on there. It makes that's the only thing that makes sense. Whatever can sell subscriptions. So I wouldn't be surprised they they try to get Game Pass running on Linux and just get it on there or have it integrated in Steam somehow. Because you saw what happened. Collaboration. You saw mm-hmm. what happened with Ubisoft. Ubisoft said if it's popular, they'll start putting their games back on Steam. So they're like, we might just bypass UbiPlay. So UbiPlay. <laughs> UbiPlay. I legit was thinking about, because I think I, I talked about this like a year ago, but Master Chief Collection, uh, I still have the, Cesar and I bought the same desktop PC, and it has a very small C drive, the the basic, it's like 128 gig NVMe, I think, um, and it's, uh, Game Pass games have to launch off your C drive, it's like a Windows thing, I guess, with Game Pass, and there's no way to move Master Chief to something else, I would happily fee- free up that space, but it's hogging up all those resources on the C drive. And it's like, I can't do this. So I've actually almost thought about buying the steam version of master chief collection. And I've been playing this game nonstop. I might as well throw them another couple dollars, but I think it was 20 bucks recently on sale yeah. and just have I the steam version of yeah. you got it for 20. Yeah. I looked just at it. And I was like, yeah, why not? I mean, every, like this point, I'm like uh, everything, everybody on Twitter, when there's a cheap steam game, like for steam deck, for steam deck, that's all people yeah. in the comments. <laughs> It, it, and it makes sense for you. Your library is like a thousand plus games, right? So uh, I looked at it the other day. It's eleven hundred games. Yeah, uh, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't Wario bad. I think Wario had a uh, eight thousand games. Somebody was like eight thousand. It was like he's like time to buy games for uh, Steam Deck, and he's like, all right, I'm already on. And he took a picture of his Steam collection. It was eight thousand eight hundred, I believe. <laughs> I'm trying to fire it up now just to see how many I have. I, th- I think my last check was like three eighty or something, but I haven't. I've been a humble. What, what is it called? The humble monthly thing. I've been a subscriber to that since I got my gaming PC, and I haven't redeemed the past probably eight months worth of those. I promise you every game I bought on there, I bought when I look on there, and I was like, oh, $5. I just bought the complete Max Payne trilogy for like 10 bucks. I was like, oh, $10 for all three Max Payne games? Let's go. That's great. That's usually how I just fill up my collection. So I don't think I paid anything more than $20 most because I bought Gundam G Generations the other day for 20 bucks. It's normally like 16 I was like, oh, okay. 
I'll get my support to that since we never officially get a release in, uh, in, in America for English for PS4 or Switch. And they put it on English and Steam. I said, fuck it, I'll buy it for $20. I think it's always 60 bucks. So. Uh, I have 849 Steam games. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know it was that high. You also right. got your, how many years of service do you have on your badge? So suddenly this thing makes sense to me, too. <laughs> yeah. I, that, what do you think I bought it for? I'm like, Shit. I got level 100 games. I can finally play all my Legends of Hero games in one fucking device. Let's go. <laughs> so, something else Instead to play like Skyrim by different devices. Yeah, because I, I loaded up Every on a Final bunch Fantasy of Fantasy game stuff. on one device. <laughs> yeah. What Final Fantasies do I have? I have not. I have... Final Fantasy VIII for PC, and that's the only one I have. I don't even know where. I got 12 for like 10 bucks somehow, and it's like it's in my thing. I, like, oh, I already have 12. I was like, okay, I'll just play that on there. Uh, it's a dedicated Legacy of Kane box. I got I got every every version of Fear that's been stuck behind on the PS3 or 360. I can play Fear 1, 2, and 3 and all the expansions. I love Fear. Oh, I've ended the Fears. I have all the Fallouts? Castlevanias. Like, whatever you name it, I got them in there. do 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 I got the Skyrims. I got the yep. the Half Lives. I got the Opposing Forces. It's, oh yeah, everybody should have Half Life. They they like to give those away during the Steam sales. Got every, Branch, you were playing that not too long ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. Got every King of Fighters. I have all the Odd Worlds on here. All the Resident Evils except for seven and eight. <laughs> wow. All right, that's uh. I'm actually kind of upset because I haven't played so many of those. I mean, that, why do you think I put the money in there? At this point, you can go ahead and throw your five dollars in there. It's gonna be a while before you get your spot in line. Since it's like quarter two or quarter three now, depending which version yeah, you get. So. It's a ways out. They uh, they definitely sold a shit ton of these devices, by the way. I think mine's a. I didn't get a launch month in December. I think mine's a quarter one because I got the when the freaking server was slammed as I was going in there and buying it. I was like, great, getting destroyed. Yeah, because I had to sit there. Do, 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 do. Like you ever follow you ever follow Jeff Grubb in there and like he was trying to do his and I was like, man, that was like that where my my credit card information would not go through. It's like it'll just time out. And I was like, oh, it's gonna not take my credit card. I was like, great. Gotta pay with Steam bucks. Uh, is there anything else to mention with this thing? No, so the controllers. The... the controllers don't break off. We we called it something like the Switch, but the controllers don't break off of it. So you you put it in a dock sort of thing, and then you have your peripherals and. Your USB sticks or compatible with the uh, PS4, PS5 controllers, Xbox controllers. Um, the dock uh, does 8K, 4K, 8K at 60 frames per second, 4K 120 frames per second. Um, nice. It up converts. Yeah, I think the, the screen itself is what 720, 800p. I think that's what it was. That wasn't yeah. 720p. That was 800p with some weird uh, configuration. Seems to run ma- a majority odd resolution. Yeah. Seems to run majority of the games that are out now up. Uh, medium high medium to medium high settings um that's for now kind of like it's kind of like our desktops right and they got all that jammed into a handheld i'm more interested in using that like <laughs> putting the dock in there using it as a desktop <laughs> but uh honestly but yeah I, it, it, it looks neat man i i, I like you said i bought it because i had all these steam games i never fucking play and this yeah. means if i'm gonna play them uh, I think it's well worth the money. I bought the the middle one. I didn't. I wasn't rich enough to buy the. I was like, I'm not spending six hundred dollars on this. So a lot of people were happy to do the five twelve. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I was like, it's I was great, skeptical about doing the middle one. So it's a like, great looking device. Do you think because there's articles out there about it being a Switch like thing and them coming after Nintendo? Do you think these are even the same markets as far as those two are concerned? No, no. Uh, this no. 
There's no way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, who, who knows? I mean, this is who knows? I mean, it just all depends if the the PC community is gonna take hold of it. That's the thing that's gonna sell it. I mean, will it pull you know normal gamers out there? Uh, maybe because uh, it kind of scratches that itch of both. Yeah. Because I mean, you can use that to. It's kind of like their version of like a their Nintendo console. Where you know, like this, they always said the Switch was like their combination of like a whole bunch of different systems. Is that that Steam Deck's the same thing? Because they had like yep. their streaming box they had on there, the controller. They did a whole bunch of stuff, and this is kind of like taking a little bit of everything from there to make this. Uh, but it just all depends. I mean, mostly the PC community tend to play games on the PC, so it, it would see they if they, if I don't know, if it was me, and I, I and I'll be like, it's easier for me to take that than take a laptop. And if part gets the job done, I'll probably would do a Steam Deck versus a laptop. Yeah. But not everybody's going to be like that, so it just all depends. The only thing I can think of, and we can kick this around with the three of us, is, I mean, well, my Switch doesn't play Halo, so that, that's one thing there. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of third-party games, Switch is not going to be, and I, I always go back to be Doom on Switch, and it was awesome, but I got it for super cheap. So, But a lot of the third-party titles, that's not going to be our, the three of us, that's not going to be our lead platform to play those on. We're playing Switch for... Nintendo games and what I've found out is indies, but I've also seen like a cool Nintendo indie that will not be exclusive to them. It'll be like 10 or 12 bucks on the eShop. It'll be like three or four on steam. And that, that has driven me that direction. So I could definitely see them. It seems like, especially in between these first party Nintendo releases and weird stuff like, okay, here's borderlands, but you can only download the first one. You have to, or the first one's on the cart. You have to download two and three or, Here's a Resident Evil collection, but only four is on the cartridge. You got to download the others too. Here you have this this device that already brings in the library that you've been accumulating, even if you're not a primary. Cesar and I are not primary PC gamers, and we have a huge library somehow of those cheap titles, and it's going to run almost all of those, just like the the mid tier style desktops that we got. So you are taking a compromise. It's not this massive powerhouse. But for the tech that they packed into that thing, it's very impressive, and it will play. Uh, it'll play 30 plus years of games right off the rip. And for a lot of those to be cheaper than, <laughs> I just think when these things are in people's hands, they're gonna sell everyone that they make, and then the next Steam sale that rolls around after that, and they are just gonna load up. People are gonna see that. Is the store accessible on the on the handheld? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's over. That's over. Yeah, it's done. Uh, you can get to that. Those Steam sales pop up. It's probably going to be like in your loading screen or something. You'll be following something, and there it is. And uh, it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant device. It'll bring it'll bring PC gaming into a space where it's never been before. You've had if you had a a good gaming laptop like Cesar was talking about, it was a big bulky thing. You know, it was if you didn't want to just play old stuff, it was Alienware or it had a lot of fans or it got hot or you had there's always a stipulation and this is just uh, you know according to what was announced and everything this is just going to work i mean i mean look at the that melty blood the the fighting game that picture is famous where they have a laptop hooked up into a bathroom and they're they're playing it on the bathtub with the uh, arcade sticks that's why they made fun of that one with the arcade sticks plugged into the steam deck but that's like straight melty blood i mean that, that's dedication to play melty blood because that's the only way you can play melty blood was on on a pc so and as you guys mentioned, all the emulators that are going to end up rolling out for this thing, PSP emulators, and there's a Switch emulator. I mean, you can pretty much yeah. 
<laughs> Another one of those memes I saw said, uh, this device runs Breath of the Wild at 60 frames per second. Yeah. This device does not. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I don't think uh, we mentioned, but this is coming out as early as uh, December. December. Uh, I know they said check your your pre-orders after you've uh, done your order tickets for it. Because uh, you to pre-order, like we said, you had to have purchased a game on Steam within the past two months. Uh, you couldn't just get on there, you know, day of and purchase a game and be able to pre-order you had to put down like five bucks and then eventually once they go on sale i think they said that what i'm hearing is the the first model uh that 399 model will be available at the end of the year in december and it looks like they may be doing the other ones early next year they'll be rolling them out in kind of waves so that's when you said you were getting your 256 one right yeah, but I've seen people like I know Wario's had his for December for the 512. So oh, it just all got, depends on how got in cool there early. You got yours in there, yeah, yeah. I got mine when it was slammed, so mine got kicked out of the quarter one. But I did see people online that was getting their 256 in December. All right, so that's the Steam Deck, uh, Valve's portable PC gaming uh, platform. Look forward to impressions from Cesar and more news. I'm sure leading up to launch. Hoping they had to do promotions or it'd be fun to have a killer app. I know it's it's a storefront that they don't, you know, it's every PC game except for Uplay or whatever, whoever has their offshoot. But it'd be cool for them to launch this with a killer app that that you had access to. I think that'd be cool. I'm, I'm certain Valve is probably going to do something internally with a first yeah. game. I would imagine with this, they're going to have to do something to help promote it. So yep. outside of uh, sales. So. All right. Uh, there, there was only, a, you, only one of these consoles can play Ease Nine portably well. So you play Ease Nine <laughs> on the Switch, but it's awful. It runs like below 30 frames per second, and the other one runs oh. like 60 frames or above. So uh, Vita can do remote play on OLED. Uh, the sad thing about it is um, you can't remote play Vita on PS5, uh, and Ease Nine is a power hog and it plays like butt on ps4 pro it only uh, plays consistently on 60 frames higher on ps5 which is when PS5. i played on yeah because people were, were shitting on the the switch one and somebody came back and like yeah it plays like shit on the ps4 also it's like it only played well on the ps5 so <laughs> uh, friend of the so friend of the show cj was uh regretting his decision to play ease 9 on switch he's like wait, wait a minute i should have got the ps4 one and played it on ps5 it, it's, i bought it it's it's, it's bad it's bad it's Damn. It, it's like you get into these heavy battles and it's it slogs the screen and you're like, oh my god, they should have came out with a pro model of this fucking console. Oh, <laughs> uh, you pre ordered it. I thought you got your pre order in, sir. Oh, I did. For your Switch Pro. I did. It's a it's an Arage Pro. <laughs> the Swole. The Swole. <laughs> did you did you did you pre order Swole uh Brent? No, I'm skipping the swollet. I'm waiting said, till next I got, year. I got fifty dollars off. I was like, let's go. <laughs> I sent him a message because I jumped at Walmart too. I, I was like, if it, if you see the Walmart jump, because it's too. I saw that. It's, it's never specifically. Be I guess yeah. I guess we'll off. talk about that specifically. <laughs> the uh, neon Joy-Con model of the uh, Switch OLED is for some reason two ninety nine via Walmart. They had, a, they had a price match with the other neon controller set, and that's why. Yeah. And I'm like, no, there's no way we're selling this for more. The one that's been out since 2017. <laughs> so it's oh. some weird price matching thing within the computer or 
people are going to be real pissed when they get the uh, regular Switch with the uh, Neon Joy Cons. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Back to the Metroid Dread thing from last yeah. week where you just get the regular. Brent, how many how many Switches are in use in your house? This is this is where I went through for my justification. Uh, technically two, and then there's third a third just sitting in a case. Okay, so I do not feel bad because I will be sending my day one launch model upstairs to the kids and letting them go to town with uh with whatever they want to play. So that was that was my justification. Then it dropped fifty bucks, and I was like, yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and keep that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the day where Richard just has like a switch and an Xbox in every room. Like he had one in the guest room. They're like, Hey, this guy's not that bad. It's like, he's, he gave, he's provided us consoles to play. I could do that with Xboxes. Yeah. I I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting for the time you can do it with the switch. Yeah. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically you have an Xbox one that can play anything. If you got game pass. So yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I could pull it off. Yep. Not with the switch yet. Uh, docs. I have three docs to my one switch. So, but I've lost. I couldn't find it earlier. It might be over there with that remote. Uh, I had one of the Insignia ones, or the Rocketfish, whichever one they were. I got them super cheap. One of them super cheap back in the day. And then I bought that GameStop at some point and had them for 20 bucks. And I got that one that it's been sitting in here from when Brant and I streamed Donkey Kong Country. And I haven't moved it from there. So, I have that extra one there. Now you get another one, too, with your uh, Swolehead. So. So that's going to be the kids have their 2DSs, which they've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. But this will be almost like uh, Vinny Caravella with his kids. Uh, the Switch is not a portable. It's just they don't know it comes out of the thing. It just stays in the dock. Tape it in there or something like that. Uh, you can buy the they, uh, must, they must never find the dock out. lock. The dock lock. Yeah, you got to oh, buy like the, the dock Nintendo lock. Thing, the cartridge thing they lock in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll get to that in games played, but they were super excited because they saw my youngest saw Luigi's Mansion three advertisement. What was that two years ago? And has been talking about Luigi's Mansion ever since then. And we finally played it, and it didn't go. It didn't go as yeah. I thought it would. I'll talk about that in games played. So uh, let's wrap up news. There was a Ubisoft show. Uh, this was two days ago. Let's go to Splinter Cell. Ikuzo. I mean, he's in there. I'm looking at Sam Fisher, right? That's Sam Fisher with the goggles? Yes, Maybe. it doesn't look like yeah. Apex Legends ripoffs. Yeah, I see Sam and Sammy Fisher. Uh, so publisher Ubisoft, this comes from Gamatsu and one uh, Twitter unverified Sal Romano. Publisher Ubisoft and developer Ubisoft San Francisco have announced Tom Clancy's X-Defiant, a new free-to-play first-person shooter for PS5, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh. A release date was not announced. Are, are they just trying to do it in like their Steam collections where they have like XCOM and then after XCOM is like X-Defiant? That way they know like, somebody goes to like XCOM is like, oh yeah, X-Defiant, and they start playing X-Defiant. There what, it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. They accidentally yeah. click on it. Yeah, they're like, oh, I forgot <laughs> I had this game. <laughs> Uh, the first closed test, which will be held for PC players in North America, begins August 5th. Here's an overview of the game. Did anybody watch this? I heard it was Absolutely a MOBA not. type no, thing. No, 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 I, no. no. I, 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 saw that, I saw that somebody had said, like, there's a new Tom Clancy game coming up here. And I was like, and I didn't even open the comments because, like, I wonder how many people are just going to say Splinter Cell. And it's about Splinter Cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. So. Here, I'll read about it since no one watched it. Uh, welcome to the party. Tom Clancy's X Defiant is a free-to-play, fast-paced arena shooter that combines intense gunplay with personalized loadouts and specialized factions as teams of gunfighters called Defiance. Battle for domination. It sounds novel. This has never been done before. Lost to lead. 
<laughs> gain the lead. <laughs> uh, key features. Personalized playstyle. Personalize your Defiant to match your playstyle. Choose your faction, traits, abilities, and ultras. Oh my Select god, they're actually the... calling them Defiants? Yeah, the characters are called Defiants. Oh. <laughs> this, this extra sucks. Oh. This Ubi sucks. <laughs> uh where was I? Select from an arsenal of primary and secondary weapons, attachments, and a device to complete your loadout. Then tweak it on the fly to adapt to an ever-changing battlefield. It sounds way too complicated. <laughs> it sounds like a mobile game. I don't know what the, uh, any of this stuff means. Arsenal, primary, and attachments. Uh, I would just give up after I was like, I don't, because I'd be just me, like, I don't know which attachments to choose. And it's like it sounds like the third Ratchet and Clank game. That's a big exactly. <laughs> Uh, competitive clashes. Tom Clancy's X Defiant offers a variety of competitive six versus six ar- arena and linear game modes, such as domination and escort, because everyone loves escort. Combine that with a large pool of uniquely designed maps in rotation, and no two matches will feel the same. Diverse factions of Defiance: wolves, outcasts, cleaners, and cleaners. <laughs> factions battling across iconic locations. So well, they just—they go. There's the people that go in there just clean up the mess afterwards. Like they just bitch about people destroying stuff. I'm like, man, those fucking wolves and outcasts. God, man, I'm tired of cleaning their shit up, and then they just get mad and they pick up the weapons themselves and they start killing them. Is that their backstory? We're gonna call ourselves the cleaners. <laughs> the housekeeping. <laughs> the housekeeping of. Uh, Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Uh, Tom Clancy's Housekeeping. That's another. Uh, yeah, there we go. That's your episode title. Somebody write that down. Tom Clancy's Tom Housekeeping. Clancy's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diverse factions of Defiance. Here's your Defiance. <laughs> oh, I already read that. Uh, we'll keep adding to our cast of Defiance as the game evolves, drawing on a range of characters and abilities from the Clancy universe and beyond. <laughs> uh, Brant. Oh, Cesar, go ahead. You get to bring in a Clancy Universe character. Who is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. There's so many representatives <laughs> here. It's perfect as it is. I don't know if we... I don't know. I don't know if we... Hold up. I'm looking for inspiration. Give me a second here. Hold on. I don't know if we ruin this game with any other characters. Okay. It's Clancyverse. You can pick anything from the Clancyverse. So, my vote is Sean Connery, the... <laughs> The ship commander in Hunt for Red October is oh a guest character. Does he go Red, Red October standing by? Yes. Actually, as you as you load the match, he's singing the Russian national anthem, and they zoom in, and then when they zoom back out, he's speaking English. That's the whole trip behind the. Do we get Sean all Connor four? Character. Do we get all four versions of Jack Ryan? Does he just change as a yes? That's a skin. That well done, Cesar. Yeah. Jack Ryan skins. It's like that 85 people that play Jack Ryan. Style. Like Ben Affleck was one of them too. Some of all fears. Yeah. <laughs> was it, all right, it was Ben Affleck, Her- Alec Baldwin, Harrison Ford. Yeah. John Krasinski. Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yep. That's Those all. Are right? Those are your Jack Ryan <laughs> The five Jacks. I think, I think it has to be. <laughs> I think it has to be Jack Ryan skins. It's way better. <laughs> We're right, now. That That's way I it. Can do it. That's it. Best Best Buy has Best Buy has Ben Affleck. GameStop has Harrison Ford. Yes. You have to pre-order. I like this. To, we we did it for them. We already yes. did it for them. The I, I can't wait to start. Forward. I can't wait to start a six versus six match and like everybody's Jack Ryan, <laughs> just running around. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> oh, you see Harrison Ford. You think you're in the fugitive. 
Like, what game is this? <laughs> the one arm man. Just keep blaming on the one arm man. Jack Ryan. What was, what was Tommy Lee Jones? I didn't do it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Remember the whole bit in Scrubs where he figured out the janitor was in, <laughs> was in the fugitive? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, God. Was that you in yeah. the fugitive? All right. I figured that would be the least interesting story, and I got the most interesting. Hey, man, five Jack Ryans, man. Get out of here. The five Jacks. <laughs> the five of Jacks. <laughs> Holy Jack five. shit. You can go either way you want. Hey, man, Ubisoft knows how to make a – they know how to make these games as a service, so this probably won't be a bad game. It may not be for us, and I may, I may try it. I'm sure friend of the show, Russell, will drag me into it. It'll have some division tie-in that'll get him looped back into division as well. So, all right, uh, someone tell us about the uh, Earthbound and Super Mario RPG coming to Super Nintendo. I'm excited. Oh, if only we were that lucky. That's, what do you uh, mean, Brent? Is it going to be you? Are you are you the the Nintendo Online correspondent? Oh, of course one. I am. He's going to do it, and then he's going to go into his Animal Crossing uh, spiel for the last four months that he hasn't. <laughs> we gone haven't got an update. Yeah. Ah, uh, the animals are dead. Uh, my they animals are dead. That got dark. They discovered nukes, and then it all went to hell. <laughs> the island got blown to pieces. <laughs> I have not been in my island for 15 months, so I'm sure they're pissed. Yeah, same. I, I rolled credits, and I was done. I got K.K. Slider singing to me at the end. I was like, oh, okay. And then I just <laughs> took the cartridge out, and never oh. played again. Uh, that's also part of my pitch to my kids. Like, you're going to get a Switch. When you learn to read, Animal Crossing gets... More interesting. I won't say way more interesting. <laughs> Animal Crossing. Let's see. You, you knew how to read. You got pretty disinterested <laughs> real quick. You didn't get into the story that much. I played I, a shit ton of that game. Though. I don't know. If you look at my Switch clock, I think it's up there on my Switch list, to be honest. I put I put my time into it. That's my most played Animal Crossing. I, I don't. It's just, I think I put 60 hours for mine, and it's like crazy. Some people just are crazy. Like, there's a coworker. I won't call her out at my job, and I think she's got like 585 hours. I'm like, I don't know what she's doing in there. I'm like, dang. Mm. I, I look at I, my I friends know. list. Some people are still, they still clock in. They still check it out. It's worth keeping up with for some people like Brant. But Brant, tell us about <laughs> these Super Nintendo Online titles. Oh, the, one oh. of them are great. Don't, don't shit on my claymates. So, so we have, uh, I just believe this? in Clay Fighter. I'm sorry. So, uh, this is the precursor <laughs> to Clay Fighter. Bombzula, Claymates, <laughs> Clay and, or clay, yeah, Claymates and Jelly Boy. Jelly Boy. <laughs> On July uh, 28th, oh, man. they announced these are, are our new SNES titles coming. Um, the I'm trying to remember which one was which here. Uh, two of them were action platformers, and the other one was more of like an isometric... Oh. They all look like shit. I'm watching the yeah, trailers they, now. Uh, kind of like a, a puzzle game where you're... It's... it's Okay, so it's Bombzilla. <sighs> is the one where it's kind of like Which this we puzzle got as, game. We got it as Kablooey. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they reverted to the other name. We got it here as Kablooey. And the thing is, is like... I think they mentioned at the top of the article, because this is from uh, Sal Romano... Uh, Gamatsu. Japan gets uh, Bombzula as well. <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei if. Oh, Jelly and Boy changes into shape and like shoots his junk out at people. 
Yeah. What the fuck is this? These are, um... Come on, Nintendo. Just give us, like, Game Boy. Game Boy Advance. Something. Give us... Give... Obviously, you're you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of this SNES and NES titles. This is the bottom of the barrel. This is just garbage. This is straight garbage. I mean, I would be... I would expect Richard to punch me in the face if he came over and saw any physical copies of these games on my shelf. <laughs> I need to look and see if I have one of these three. Because I'd never heard of them until today. I... And I'm looking at them and they are just... Okay, Kablooey looks like the best of the bunch. It doesn't look great. It's like an isometric bomber man, which I think Brant was saying. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look awful, but these are not... This is not driving anyone to that service. Is no. that That's what this is for, right? That's what Game Pass does? Like... Hey, this uh, the new the new Dungeons and Dragons may not be amazing, but that's a title people are looking forward to. It's gonna be on the service, and this is a service they have. Nintendo has the best gaming history in okay. the industry. There's no denying that, and they're adding this shit. Yeah, and every time I look at that Shin Megami Tensei, if I always see the KH on the the pocket breast, and I'm looking at Kingdom Hearts, I just look at it. And says, this must be a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> game. Uh, it, it keeps going to me. I'm like Kingdom Hearts. I like I knew it. So. What is I'll, that Shimakami Tensei? Do you know the? Do you know anything about it? If I don't know, I have no idea. I can't say for certain. I imagine it's probably like a side story or like a what if from the original yeah. games. So I'm still upset that we didn't come up with a, a five Jack Ryan's dropping on an island. So uh, no one's done it yet. We can still do it. <laughs> you just have to render. Those are very expensive renders if you think about it. John Krasinski. It's not going to be cheap to get him. Chris pa- Chris Pine might be cheap these days. Alec Baldwin's not going to be cheap. Harrison Ford's not going to be cheap. Who am I leaving out? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is not going to be cheap. He's going to come, ex- he's gonna come in with a suit. Yeah. He's dropping in with a suit. Yeah. Fuck Ryan's drop on, drop on an island. Where are we landing, boys? <laughs> <laughs> They're landing on the Animal Crossing Island. Or the Red October. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good for landing on the Red October. <laughs> that could be that could be a stage map. That's one of the maps on the Tom Clancy game. Yeah, I'm more I'm go. more enthralled in this the X Defiance game. Red October is definitely a map that you fight on. And then the submarine goes underwater and you gotta get inside the submarine before it does. How many jacks could Jack Ryan jack if Jack <laughs> Ryan <laughs> No sir, <laughs> no sir. <laughs> I, I can't remember some of all fears. It wasn't like one of the scenes in the giant hospital or something like that. I can't remember that. Something. I, I think a nuke went off and blew up Morgan Freeman. I think Morgan Freeman died in that one. I only saw it one time. Is that the only time that Morgan Freeman's died? In a movie? Maybe. I can't think of any other movie. He's not the Alec Bean of acting. I mean, he survived in the uh, Shawshank Redemption also. So. Yeah. He got his due at the end on the beach. Damn, that's a good movie. Very, uh, yeah, what he got was very reminiscent of uh, Office Space on the bench. Got the money at the end. Damn, when else has Morgan Freeman died? He doesn't die, does he? He Mm -hmm. lives. Morgan Freeman's awesome. He's a liver. I mean, even in uh, Bruce Almighty, he was was God in that, so. All right, last news story. We'll get a games played. We're an hour in. I, 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 I want to go more into X Defiance. This is the X Defiance podcast. 
It got oh. way better. We'll make that our game. We'll stream that game with our Jack Ryan skins. <laughs> we'll get our following off of Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Do we do we, do we get the um, the Splinter Cell um, skins for like one for each game? Do we have all those in there? No, they tease it in the trailer and in the imagery, and they never have any actual Splinter Cell content. In the sense, game. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. It's, like, it's, it's like it's like Ubisoft's uh, Half Life Three. It's like we, they talk about it all the time, but it never actually happens. And this game would have been the the new uh, Splinter Cell game, but it ended up turning into something else <laughs> with Jack Ryan skins. <laughs> uh, here's your games coming to Game Pass. I noticed one of these updated for me today, and that was Microsoft Flight Simulator. But available today is Battlefield 5 via Cloud and EA Play. Chris Tales. Oh, I didn't know that was a Game Pass game. Cool. Mm. I played the demo of that on Steam a long time ago. That looks really good. Uh, coming soon, Atomic Crops, Raji and Ancient Epic. I'm glad I waited on that one on Switch. It was like 30 bucks. Last Stop, Blinks the Time Sweeper, <laughs> which yes. I, I legit want to give this a shot. So... People shit on Blinks the Time Sweeper, and I played it back in the day, and I was like, what What even is this? What am I doing? But someone mentioned on a podcast, I can't remember where it was, I should give them credit, but they mentioned that this was only possible on the Xbox. It, every Xbox had a hard drive in it, so it allowed for that like replay, rewind, fast forward. It allowed you to do those sort of things by utilizing that hard drive. And then when I was thinking, like, it's only possible on this console, then, then that made it okay, I need to see what this was bringing to the table because that was something different. This literally could not have been played on these other consoles unless you had, uh, the, I guess, the built-in PS2 hard drive that... You, you, uh, you had a system link to PS2s to play that game. There you go. There you <laughs> yep. go. You had, to share the, you had to share the ROM between... Two copies of the game, two PS2s, and system link. So. But I've wanted to try it ever since I heard that. So it's like, yeah, let's see, let's see what that... That is something that it pulled out of that, that hardware platform that wasn't possible anywhere else. Uh, Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge, Cloud and Console, July 26th. This wasn't already out. I guess my copy was just my physical copy I put on there. I thought this was already on there. Uh, I must have done it when it was backwards compatible. Uh, July 27th is Microsoft Flight Simulator. I mentioned that one. That one's already updating. Lethal League Blaze on July 29th. Omno on July 29th. Project Wingman on July 29th. The Ascent on July 29th. Uh, which is a solo and co-op action shooter RPG. Cesar, is this the one we liked out of that Xbox showcase? The isometric one, we were like, we never play isometric games. Let's try this one. The, the which Ascent? One I stop? <clears throat> the Ascent? I, the it Ascent. might have been Ascent, I can't tell. I think that's it. I need video content, but that seems right. Because, I mean, I think, I think this was the first big game that was coming out. Because I think out of that E3 show, I think July was the first one. I think this might have been it. So. I think so. Uh, PUBG Battlegrounds is getting a new update. This is DLC and game updates. Is getting a new map. Cesar, any interest? PUBG? Uh, I fired up from time to time. I'm always in there. Oh, okay. I haven't played it since I won on Google Stadia. <laughs> Someone carried me to victory, <laughs> and then I killed the last person after they I've surprisingly playing a lot of um, Apex Legends on PC, though. I don't oh, know if wow. I can go back to controller anymore, so it's a big difference. Intense. Have you gotten a, a victory royale in Apex on PC? Victory royale, yeah. yep. Okay, cool. I sing, I sing my chug jug at the very end of the song, at the end of the match. So <laughs> until the people kick me off for singing it. So are you still playing as the robot? Get with down. The extension cord thing. 
forget what his name is. No, I think it what was a life life lock. What's her name? Uh, I've I played Apex it. since you and I played, and I've moved houses since then. Brand has too. I, I don't know. I, I, I fell into it when I was like, I was, let me fire this up on PC, and because I, I always I watch streamers play it all the time, and yeah, they, they always make fun of the console players. Like, look, there's a console player, and as I kill them out, and I was like, oh, let me see how much easier it is on PC, and I was like, oh, it's, it's nine day. So yeah, point and click <laughs> on somebody's head. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft Minions DLC. Uh, yes, that is the actual minions that you know and love. Minecraft Dungeons Echoing Void DLC and Free Gauntlet of Gales Mission, July 28th. Uh, and 80 plus games with Xbox Touch controls now on Apple phones and tablets and Windows 10 PCs. That is a shit ton of games. Uh, they added 14 more cloud enabled games that include City Skylines, Darkest Dungeon, Fable Anniversary, <laughs> Fable 2, Fable 3, Fusion Frenzy, Goner 2, Joyride Turbo, Outlast 2, Steep. The Bard's Tale ARPG, The Bard's Tale 4, The Bard's Tale Tril- Trilogy, and The Wild at Heart. And I'm not reading the rest of these. We're not oh. going to mention the Crash, the Crashology, or the Crash Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy? <laughs> Never mind, there's an Xbox Game Pass quest for July that's for Halo the Master Chief Collection Ultimate. 50 points, play the game. <laughs> I got that there you one. Go. Got nailed it. <laughs> okay, this is always important. Leaving Xbox Game Pass soon, it lurks below. The Tourist, and Undermine. So it doesn't sound like any heavy hitters are leaving Game Pass very soon. For you Game Pass aficionados out there, I'm just using it to play Halo for some reason. Brent, you jumping on Game Pass yet? Are you going to convert your remaining months and all that? At some point, yes. He's hesitating. You have enough to play at this point. You're actually the smartest out of all of us. Yeah, you have enough to play. Which we all do, but they got us. They got us. All right, games played. Uh, Cesar and I are going to talk about Skyward Sword at the end of his session, I guess. I literally just put the sword in the sky, and that's what happens. You haven't played much of it? No, I played four hours of it. It made me this for four hours, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we'll wait and talk about it. GL Bonkai. Uh, I did the He-Man. I have the power. Oh, there you go. That is the best attack from Skyward Sword, by the way. Is like <laughs> running around, backing up from people, like charging up that sword and <laughs> doing some kind of cut at them. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, played some Halo. No, Nothing no, else. no, not again. No. no. Nothing new on that front. Uh, new weekly challenges rolled over. Normal stuff. Um. What I was talking about in the preamble of the show is my kids were excited about Luigi's Mansion. So I was like, hey, let's fire up the first one. Let's see if you guys like it. And then I can either get you on the third one or get you the ones for the 3DS. Like, we'll we'll see how this goes. We'll we'll play in this path. Um, They were too spooked out by the premise of the ghosts being in the mansion in the first room and did not want to play. It was, uh, Daddy, you play this part. I'm like, I beat this game. (laughs) I played this game on two different platforms i don't have to do this uh and then as i started clearing the room i was like mm, i could probably play through luigi's mansion again this is a good ass game i know cesar and i like one one sitting beat it years ago probably 10 fucking years ago at this point and then i beat it on 3ds end, so. do what got cheap at the end it did uh but the bowser fight is like way harder than it should be at the very end it seems like 
and then I beat it. I think it, I think it was talked about on this podcast, but I beat it a couple of years ago on 3DS. That that remake or remake remaster port, whatever it is that came out. Uh, Skyward Sword. We didn't play any more Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Dark Alliance. I don't know if I want to go back to it. It's fun, but I almost feel like it's just me and Russell hanging out when we play, and we could do that and play something we really want to play. Kind of like those, you know, people say they just get together and play Destiny or or Division or something, and it's a social game, but are they actually enjoying that? So I don't know that uh, Dark Alliance will continue much. I'd like to see what another biome looks like because that level took so long to beat. And it was the enemies were all the same. The environment was very repetitive. I would like to see what another area of that looks like and uh, and go from there. Uh, I guess Skyward Sword. Uh, Seth, are you ready to discuss what you did with the new Legend of Zelda game, the Skyward Sword HD, which is my second experience with it. <laughs> I played. <laughs> The only other time I played with it, uh, I played five hours worth with Cesar. He fell asleep for the last three hours, and that five hours worth was like getting the was getting the sword. I don't know why it took so long on the maybe because all the interruptions and stuff on the Wii. The the bullshit every time I pick up a rupee and lets me know how much I got instead of just letting me know once. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it shortened it because I I don't think I have five hours in this one, but I'm already working my way through the first like legit temple. How far did you get in it? I got to the point where i started the going into the first temple i've beaten the first temple before though so okay. i haven't I haven't encountered anything new yet okay. i think i gave, i think i gave up on the wii one after the first temple and i was like ah yeah so i started this is the furthest i've been obviously i started the game in handheld mode playing the button controls and i felt like and i want to know what you think I felt like the button controls were trash. I couldn't do anything with them. Every time I got the sword out, it's just like I'm just waving it around. It's not it's not cutting the way I need it to. Like I put a video up of uh, me in that training area and the, it's like the log is just kicking my ass because I'm, I'm flailing around all over the place. Cesar, have you stuck with playing the button controls? Done both. Um, Done both. Yeah. I'm fine Same. with the button controls. I'm fine with the different angle slashes tied to the the right analog stick. Um, I think the most annoying. It, it feels like like if I had a switch light and that was my only console, I would not want to play that method. I would not want to be stuck with that. It it's a good mix. Like if I can't do the motion controls at home to pick that up and take it on the go, maybe play at my lunch break or something like that. It feels good to use the button controls that way. But this is not. It's. I thought it was going to be like, okay, we took the motion controls out. Now it plays like Twilight Princess or Ocarina or something like that. It is not to that level, in in my opinion, from what I've experienced. For me, I'm fine with the, the, the slashes being tied to the the right stick and doing the different angles had no issues. I know they had to do it that way because if you look at the enemies, enemies have to be attacked at certain angles. Yes, they do. Uh, that's the way the game's designed. Yeah. Uh, the most annoying aspect is having to hold down the L1 to use the camera to turn around. Uh, drives that, me insane. That single-handedly uh, broke it for me, honestly. And when I was switched to motion controls, having that second camera, I was like, okay, motion. I'll touch on this when you're done. But motion controls still suck. But at least I had that second um, camera option there. 
Yeah, so I think uh, I've, I tried doing it with the Pro Controller. Uh, I've tried doing it with the, the Joy-Cons on the, the camera tied to L1. It's much easier with the Joy-Cons because I started with the Pro Controller, and it's yeah. big and bulky, and having to hold that down, is my finger gets tired. My uh, index finger gets tired holding it down. It's easier to do it with the, the Joy-Cons. Um, but outside of that, I, I've done the motion controls. I've done, I, I've done both. Um, I'm fine with either one. Uh, the motion controls can be... If he's sometimes trying to read certain angles, I got to reset it all the damn fucking time. Same. That's where I thought they were going to improve. And I will literally go a minute and a half with a, and I'll have to resync the thing, pull up the menu, point at the screen, hit Y. And I have to remember where Y is at. It's not the same Y as Xbox. Yeah. It's like, where the fuck is the Y button? I'm, I'm at the point where I'm constantly pressing Y during cutscenes. Like at this point, so I can just be prepared once I get out of a cutscene. So I'm just constantly pressing Y at randomly at random points just to make sure it's sync. Um, they said the motion th- controls were better though. Like, what's missing? Should the, should we have had that sensor bar? Is that the difference? It's. I think it's better than the Wii. Um, it's Is a little it? bit more pre- precise. Yeah, I don't remember being the Wii one was more of a pain in my ass. I'm. I'm. This one is like okay, I might be able to beat this game if I do the Wii, uh, the motion controls. I remember the Wii one. I got tired of it immediately. Cause it's like me doing like large swings I, and I can just do kind of like flick of the wrist and it'll do the same thing on, on the joy cons. So but, I could, uh, I could wing it for a certain part, but you get the, you get the slingshot going into the first dungeon, right? Every time I pull up the slingshot links, just like, Oh, it's all, yeah, it's all over he's, the place. My he's just, thing, he's yeah. screaming a whole nother direction. I'm like, what the fuck? No, just go straight. And there's a, there's like a piranha plant trying to eat me or some shit. And I'm like, no, just look straight ahead where you were. Why did you freak out? And my so, my kids are watching me play and they actually enjoy watching Zelda. And they're like, Dad is freaking out again because they'll see me just spinning around and it's like I can't stop it. And I have to I have to move Link out of the way. I have to come out of this the slingshot. I have to move Link out of the way. I have to pull up the menu, sync the damn thing back to the middle, and then try to do it again. It's just so it's so breaking of that flow of the game because the game is awesome. The word is cumbersome, just like the the Grunge song. Yes, it is very cool. Seven Mary Three. Yes, I play that in the background as I play this game. That is um, appropriate. Because everything yeah, so, about it is incredible. You have like I've had dungeons that are areas before the dungeons. You can see where this is a blueprint for uh, Breath of the Wild, but you still have your traditional dungeons. And they, the first one has been awesome. It's just bullshit stuff like that. The things that scared me away or I didn't like too much on Breath of the Wild, I'm okay with on this one. So, like, the stamina meter, uh, they put the yeah. there in the way to help boost it up. And it's like you lose stamina doing every fucking thing ever, even doing your uh, um, spin attacks. Uh, yeah. I think the most annoying thing that I, I do love uh, when you do the buttons is that getting across fucking tight ropes is so much easier with the button controls. It's like it's a fucking yeah. nightmare with the gyro sensor. I'm, I'm going left and right. I'm like, I didn't want to do this when I played Uncharted. The I, I was going to say. I it reminded me of shit. Uncharted 1. But, uh, I don't want to do that shit there because it's always me going left. It's always me going right. And then some enemy gets on the rope with me. And I'm like, no, fucker, get off the rope. I'm trying to just make it across. <laughs> and I see him crawling towards me. And I'm like, son of a bitch, because he just walks up to me and knocks me off. I'm like, damn it. So I was or like, those, uh, Or those spiky explosive ball yeah. things, those seed things. It's always, then, fuck, it's always something on there. And then you think you want to center link on the rope to get across. But, of course, the Joy-Con doesn't think that's center. So you have to find the official center, which might be this. And he'll go left to right, but you're still trying to find that exact oh, center of oh, where the Joy-Con oh. fucking thinks he is. Bro, I, I spent so much time, like, falling off the rope and just hanging yeah. there and having to get myself back. 
<laughs> so every time I come up to a tie rope, I, I switch the button controls, and then every time I get off of it, I go out back to motion. So that's, that's pretty. That's smart. been my workaround. So because I, I got tired way. of it. Yeah, I'm like, this is so dumb. It's like it takes me five minutes to go across the tie rope. I see one is like a halfway across again, and I'm like, great. This is a ten minute trek for me. Yep. Right back to Uncharted One. That needless six axis bullshit. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But outside of that, I, 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 you're further along than me. Um, and I, I mean, it's a lot of the stuff I think I had complaints about before. It's easier for me because I, you know, I played it in Breath of the Wild. Uh, a lot of stuff they, like you said, expanded upon the stamina meter. Um, uh, just the openness of the game. The world seems to be a little bit more open compared to uh, yeah. other Zelda games since the original one, probably before, you know, Breath of the Wild came out. Uh, a lot of that stuff that probably was weird for us because it was a huge change. For the formula after like 20 years uh it's not so bad because we did that breath of the wild which was a humongous change yeah so it's like going back to it seems to be easier and it's like you said it's like you get the best of both worlds you get it is some of that breath of the wild stuff and then you get some of the dungeons and the older aspects that we kind of missed since we haven't had in a while so it's an incredible game if i wasn't fighting the motion controls i'd be way more excited about it and then not only the way the motion controls work but how they function and so there's two spiders in the in the part of the dungeon that i'm in that first dungeon and there was a glowy part on the back of them so i'm like okay it's a zelda game i whack it till wait till it spins and then attack the glowy part i could never get it to work and it ended up being and my wife was watching me play she was like can you thrust at that thing and i hadn't done the thrust since i had the motion controls and then i did it and there it goes i, I killed it Almost immediately, like a, and it's just like, like a stab for the thrust, right? Yeah, I think what it is, yeah. But it doesn't always register. A lot of the times with the motion controls, you'll do some like downward thrust or something. It's or the you know the up to down. It's just and not. I, I was super excited about no more weapon breaks until my shield starts breaking. I'm like, great. And I was like, I don't even use my shield anymore. I was like, <laughs> shield I saw has a health meter. I was like, Fuck no, shield. I was like, no. I was like, something always breaks in these games. I was like, I don't want to have to deal with this. I'm flying back behind shields every like every so often. I stopped using shields because like I don't I need I was like I might need this later. So I haven't I haven't done it yet. Mine's like halfway full, but I was using it for the uh, the piranha plants. I was using that forever, yeah. and then I saw it that was taking damage. I was like, what am I doing wrong? I'm timing it and everything. I'm killing these guys. Why am I taking damage on the shield? This garbage. Like, great, that's gonna break. I was like, oh yeah. god. But the music's incredible. It has more story than a Zelda game usually does. It's it's the characters are wonderful. Uh, the environments are really cool. It's fun, like progressing through. Like I said, the lead up to the dungeon is almost like its own dungeon where you have these puzzles and things that you have to accomplish before you can get to it. And as you get through a part and you're like, oh, my God, I do not want to have to climb that again or get through these enemies or whatever. Yeah. There will be like a log in this stage and you push the log down and then it's made you a shortcut to wherever it was you were trying to get to initially. So. I see there's going to be some backtracking at some point, but they've made these shortcuts available to where it's not going to be bullshittery, I guess is the right term. <laughs> um, before you go in that first dungeon, you have to find four of these creatures that are hiding. And I oh, wasn't... Kiwikis or what they call them. It's like kiwis, yeah. but it's like kiwik. Kiwiki. Yeah. Uh, you have to find these four. And I had already found two just progressing through the level, so it wasn't as bad. And it was... It made me find other parts of the level by finding the other two, and I that, thought that was pretty cool. It's, it's like you said, that first four or five hours up to the first dungeon is like all like a tutorial, like because I mean yeah. the whole thing locating your bird and and it 
going down to the overworld and i mean it, it's basically hand holding you the whole way like this is what you gotta do if you see this, this is what you gotta do if you see this that loft the, wing i cannot fly that loft wing in motion controls so i always look in the wrong direction switch the buttons button buttons is amazing loft with the loft yeah. wings yep 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 I fly that thing straight and true with the button controls. When I'm on motion controls, it's like the bird. I'm trying to go up with the bird, and he's just balking at everything. Well, and I'm like, which way are you like, even trying to look? You got to do this the whole time. I'm like, God, you know, the, the speed up and no. go down. I'm sitting like, I'm sitting told me that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm, I I'm, sure not, I'm sure it was me on camera. You look at me jerking myself off doing this, trying to play the game. So I'm like, so I was like, I'm sure somebody from my window outside is probably looking like, what's he doing over there? <laughs> it's fine it's just it's i'm just, just trying jack to use off wing don't judge me you know um <laughs> jack ryan jack and jack ryan yep jack Good. five jack ryan's on an island but uh um, carry on <laughs> but yeah i, I how think do, uh this so game, how do you do the spin attack with the motion controls i haven't figured that out still i don't know what that button press is when i did the tutorial i was using buttons i wasn't using the motion controls so you shake them together like this that's what you do. Yeah, that makes a and lot of sense. To do the uh, to do the vertical spin, you do up both at the same time. And he'll do I the figured vertical. out the kill. Like when you when you wound something and it's down, yeah. you do like a thing like that to kill. Yeah. To jump on them and kill them. I'm like, I think I think you target you target and you do that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's I I, this game is um, way more playable since you can switch to buttons at certain points. It's just a pain in the butt because you have to do that at certain times. For me, they Some both people, suck. Both of these control options are not optimal, in my opinion. This is not how I would want to play a game, but it's still better than just having. <laughs> it is it is playable for me without yeah. just being forced with the uh, motion controls, which I think at some point is probably the motion controls is why I quit that game to begin with. It's part of because I didn't want to do all that. So because I want to appreciate it. There's so many cool things like the piranha plants. Some of them open uh, vertically. Some of them open horizontally. You can't attack them the same way. There's some really really cool. Level it, designs. Bob Bobkins, the Bobkins do the same thing too, where they hold their yeah. weapons at different angles. Yeah, I'm somewhere that, slashing them. I'm like, oh, you, you cheeky bastard. That's what I say there when they switched <laughs> up on me. You cheeky bastard. That element is so Almost cool, dead. but I just still like. I feel like I'm gaming it by trying. I just swing. I'm just swinging nonstop to try to find some weak point because doing it the actual way I think you're supposed to do it just doesn't work. And the first dungeon I'm in, there's spider webs, and it's really cool to like clear the spider webs with the sword. <laughs> It's just not it's just not consistent. And that stabbing that spider killed me, man. Cause I'm I was to the point that was where I had to I had to pass them to progress. I didn't have a key or anything else. I was like, well, I guess I get a boomerang or something. I'm gonna hit them with the boomerang and they're gonna show that glowy bit and then I can kill them. And my wife's like, why don't you just thrust with the do you have a sword thrust? Like to go straight at them? It's like, let me try it. <laughs> Cause that spider had I haven't died yet, but the spider had almost killed me a couple times. Like, damn it. Uh, save spaces are everywhere. That seems new for a Zelda game. <laughs> you can save at these statues everywhere. And, and you uh, use those statues to go back to um, to your home base in the sky. So I haven't left yet. I haven't left yeah. the, the surface since I got down there. I'm assuming when you hit those goddess cubes, they send something up there, right? Is that the whole premise of I was destroying the goddess so. cubes? I haven't gotten far on yet. Yeah, so. I haven't either. That's what the Goron was telling me, like, we don't know where it goes. It just goes up in the sky. And I'm like, I think I know where it goes. <laughs> well, I, I figure it's like, oh, it's going to be somewhere where I have to fly my loft wing to get. And I'm like, I'm not doing that yet. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that's why I'm yeah. going to I got a feeling it's going to be like, you got to fly to get this. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. That makes like, sense. Oh, yeah. I, I don't see it landing on that island in the sky. I don't. I was thinking it was a sky loft somewhere. I'm like, okay, I'll just look around the island. But now that makes sense. Bullshit. Yeah, it's going to be some bullshit. I got to fly and get something. I'm like, oh. 
it's the uh it's like the wind waker the small fry thing <laughs> hey small fry <laughs> it's like trying to find the treasures in wind waker i found all the treasures in wind waker i love that fucking game man i love wind waker that sky is not the wind or the wind the sea had character to it there's something about that sky that's just unappealing it's like okay get me from point a to point b i struggled like a motherfucker to to fall through that initial part and <laughs> first off it, you can't jump off of every platform and get your bird it doesn't work i kept jumping off the same one and it was it, somebody was rescuing me i'm like no i want my damn bird yeah they, so they, they, like they, they bit you out i won't be around all the time to save your ass yeah they're, they have bird names too. Like one of them was Hawk or some H A U K, something like that. And then, um, I w- as I was trying to drop down into the area that the first thing opens up, like you have that first column that's a break in the sky, took me forever to get the loft wing to drop me off in the right place and drop down into that opening. So it's just the controls are that's never a good thing when you're talking about that in the game it's never something that you want to be in the way you know if it's if it's if it's something in the game like man i'm slipping on the ice or you know if it's wind ninja gaiden you know you're going up against wind you're just it's going to be what it's going to be but the controls like basic just moving around and and waving the sword with so much of the game tied behind it damn it but it's really good i'm going to keep plugging away um it's scratching that zelda dungeon itch it's like Cesar said, it seems like a really good combo of Breath of the Wild and the older style ones. Until so. we can uh, get our true machine that can play our Chrono Time later. So, yeah, it's coming to you uh, next year, Q1 2022. Hopefully sooner than that. Oh, the Polymega's <laughs> coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to be a Polymega-less episode. I hope. I don't know, man. Did you see the thing where they put on uh, Instagram where they have all that stuff ready for shipment? Yeah, we're too busy shipping stuff or something like that. They said that a year ago. Somebody's like, this they got, they, got well. a, they, they took a picture of them on pallets, like, recently, like, a week ago. Like, they actually updated their Instagram account and said, hey, these are ready to ship out. Like, they didn't update their Twitter account, but they updated their so Instagram. So I should have it. I should have it, right? They didn't say how that was being divvied up, other than they were like, they're ready for shipment. So, Influencers. It's going to Metal Jesus and Radical <laughs> Reggie and all those people. I don't know, man. All right. That's all my games played. Uh, Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. My kids didn't like it. Um, some Halo and Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. All right, mine. I'll just finish mine out since I kind of piggybacked on your uh, Skyward Sword. Uh, the only... Th- I mean, I have, have not played much. So Rare. This doesn't happen often, sir. No, I'm still in my summer anime stuff. I'm watching a lot of anime right now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, trying to think. Uh, my mind went blank. The only the, I did finish up uh, Dragon Quest Four. Uh, to me, thirty hours. It's uh, the only Dragon Quest game I've ever beaten. Um, so it's essentially uh, I didn't realize that I played the the shitty version of Dragon Quest Four, so I got screwed on that one. So, because that one doesn't have the the like I said, I'm sure a friend of the show Michael has mentioned this before. I think that one doesn't have the party chat. They, that's the part they didn't translate for the American audience. Uh, so I think the Android version has it though. So uh, I was a little disappointed by that, and I didn't find out till after the fact after I beat the game. So apparently, as you went through that game. They, when they did the remake, they added a party chat, which was at, after certain major events, 
your party can it's kind of like the skits from like tells games so like if a major event happens you can get you can get the opinions of the party as you go through it so you get as more backstory as more characterization to the characters so this one plays more with like the old school nes games where it's just straightforward and you get the main story but you, you don't get that context in between um but uh like i said outside of that i think uh like i, I was telling brand richard uh that um I beat Dragon Quest 4, 30 hours. Uh, I finally knocked down uh, System Settings. is no longer my top five. Uh, it's officially <laughs> dropped down to top six. He I'm made slowly it to the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm slowly kicking it out. Uh, as well as my uh, eShop. My eShop has dropped to six. So they will soon be out of my top ten. Uh, I will not have nope. that. Oh, it will be. It, it's getting there. So to to make a long story short as you go through uh, Dragon Quest 4 and you I think the last time I left off is I started uh playing as um what was it um uh, the twins right I think it was the the two girls that are trying to get a, a vengeance for their father you beat the Torneco part yeah the Torneco one was the one that almost lost me like I I thought I was being forced into uh reliving myself's days but outside of that uh, Maya and Mina are the two. Uh, Mina is there are the two girls. Um, so I get their story bit and it ends off, and then it goes to the hero. And so the hero uh, is like in a secluded area. You find out, and they're training him because they knew he's the hero is supposed to defeat the Lord of the Underworld. Which every time I see that name, it always reminds me like Lords of the Underworld from South Park. I have to sing the song in my head. <laughs> but uh, I was like, that name has not aged well, and they left it in there. But um, uh, as you go through his uh. His village is destroyed, and I guess a childhood friend of her, of his, was an elf, knows how to do morph, and she turns into a copy of him, and kind of fate and dies in his place. So the oh. demons who murdered uh, murdered her are the other assumption that the hero's dead, and so after that, the hero begins his journey. So as you go through, um, he he basically. I'm forgetting some of the middle stuff. I always forget stuff in the middle when I start playing games like that. Um, he, he's going to basically maintain his destiny, which is, is go through and fight the Lord down the world. And as he goes through, you you meet these characters along the way. And I think uh, Maya and Mina are the first ones you meet uh, that gets added to your crew. Because they, they are, after their story bit, they um, found the guy who murdered their father. Uh, and you beat him in battle. Uh, but like I guess the guy that like Marquis Marquis de Leon that was uh, controlling everything behind the scenes uh, beats them. It's like that that classic RPG battle thing where you cannot beat that boss. You all have to die to continue the story. Uh, you know they always throw at least one of those in there. Yeah. In like RPG. And so the same thing happened for them. They get defeated and they and they never were able to avenge their father fully. So they decide to look for the hero because they need the hero to to complete their vengeance. Because I know Mina they need I think a is hero. basically. Mina is like a fortune teller, and I think she foresaw it in the future. So he, they end up running with the hero, and uh, I forgot what town it is, and they join his crew. And as you go through, you go around and start collecting the the other members from the play from the previous chapters. I think Alina, and I think she was looking for some medicine for one of her her characters, like Kiro, the people that was falling around with her and her team that has got a fever. And so you got to help her go through a cave and find these fe- uh, fever few seeds and grow them out in a uh, village and then give them to the her character, and they join your team. You find Torneco, he's like hiding out in the lighthouse because uh, when he built the tunnel connecting two continents, like all the demons were hunting him down. So he was on the run. And then you find uh, Ragnar McRyan, which was the first guy you play as. Uh, and he's the last one that joins your crew. 
And so as you go through, you find out that you need um uh you, as you go through, you, you have to get access. You find out like this the villain behind this whole thing is Sario, who's a who's a demon, and he's kind of protecting a, a elfish girl called uh, Rose, and he keeps Rose inside a tower, uh kind of like Rapunzel. It's like a tower that has like a secret door that only he can go in. And the reason why he's keeping her there is because all the humans were trying to use her as like the golden goose, you know, the goose that lays the golden eggs. Because mm-hmm. apparently she cries tears of rubies. So like all the humans who were wanted money and everything were trying to get her for her tears or ruby tears. And so he's trying to get vengeance against humanity because of what they've done to to uh, Rose. So he's trying to do like the perfect evolution where he's he's turning people into demons. And he's trying to figure out a way as he he looks for the Lord of the Underworld and starts this whole uh, resurrection thing where they would take over the world and that way he can complete his vengeance. And so as you go through, um, you find that the hero is actually a half angel, half human, because you get a little bit of his backstory because you find that like an angel had flown to the to that world uh, and then fell in love with a I think um, it might have been a farmer I, I don't know, uh, but they end up having a child and the farmer gets struck down. Uh, by lightning as like a, I guess, a consequence because it, you know angels are not supposed to mix with humans, and so mm. the child was born. So it's the the mother left the child there on on the earth, and she flew back, uh, up in the sky. Damn, so, it's not his fault. So as you go through, you you have to get these uh pieces of a Zentheri, and I think it's a Zentheri. Zentheri is a, the angel location place. So you have to get these pieces of Zentheri armor because of course without the armor you can't ascend to that area because uh, you're getting the full story of how what you need to do so, so as is you that say, a side quest to build all these armor pieces yeah i mean it's part of the main quest but you have to like do these dungeons to get like a helm uh armor and shield to complete the set and a sword then you'll get access into heaven basically uh so you end up on this whole uh quest where you have to escort somebody up there and go up this tower and then you find out, then this is when you get the full story. You find that there's a dragon up there, and he's the one that's kind of running everything up there. And he gives you the whole story about what Sario's doing. And then Lord, the Lord of the Underworld is awakening. They found him. Then you got to go back down here, down there. And then the hero kills the Lord of the Underworld, and which was foretold to happen. And after that, Sario came in too late and saw that the Lord of the Underworld was destroyed already. And so he goes about this whole thing where he looks for the armlet of transmutation, which uh, is supposed to perfect uh, evolution. And so basically he uses it to evolve into the new Lord of the Underworld. So it's like you have to go into this area that's kind of like mm. it's the equivalent of hell. That's uh, cool. I think it's like Numeria or something like that. And you go down there and you uh, – don't quote me on it. And I'm not sure Michael's screaming at the screen because it's probably the wrong name for the area. But it's the final uh, the final area of uh, the game, which is their equivalency of hell. And you have to like go in there and beat Sario, the Manslayer, um, after he, he converts and he dies. And like before then you find out that Rose is killed – uh, by the humans, they they found out where she was, and so they went over there to claim her, and she died. And if you find out that some of the demons actually betrayed Sario, and were the ones that told the humans where she was located, so it was like a lot of betrayal in the game. And towards the end, so like he doesn't know Good he's still stuck twist. on, he's still yeah. stuck on the humans trying to destroy everything. So, so when you beat the game, that's it. So I mean, she's dead and he dies, um, and that's the end of the game. So after that, so I mean, uh, I think. The, the, <laughs> The difference in this one, the on the the DS remake, and I told uh, Brant earlier, uh, you weren't here for this, that the this version of the game is probably my. I'm sure Michael's talked about it before. I think this version of the game is probably the worst one, because out of the remakes, it doesn't have the party chat. The party chat was never translated. 
for whatever reason from the Japanese version. And I think the party chat was translated in the Android version and the iOS version because uh, the important part of that is like any major events that happen in the game, yeah. you use party chat so you can get some of the characterization from some of your, your characters in your team. They'll tell you what they were thinking at the time. Like, I can't believe this happened or this is crazy. Uh, this right. happened. It has more character depth. Yeah, you don't that get seems that. This way one. important. Uh, which sucks because this one's more straightforward, kind of like the original NES version. So I guess that's why they were like, well, it's like the NES one. We'll just let it in there. So uh, I think Dragon Quest V and Six they fixed that problem. Their party chat uh, was uh, translated for those DS versions of the game. Uh, so, yeah, after that, there's a sixth chapter that's exclusive to the DS. I'm not sure if it's on the iOS and Android versions. And this one's kind of like a... You get an extra dungeon, and at the at the dungeon, you're able to bring back those dead characters. So you're able to bring oh. Rose back to life, and uh, sorry, the Manslayer, you can resurrect him and use him as your on your team. Um, I did not do this version because I think I got up to the very end where I got to the bosses, um, and they were bullshit. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I I, I stopped the game. I was like, Nope, I I beat the original game. I'm not doing <laughs> the extra dungeon shit. Because I think I had I probably had to spend another five hours leveling up ten levels because I think they watch threw one on boulder YouTube. and instantly watch it on YouTube. Instantly, yeah, I already know what happens at the end and instantly killed my team and I was like, yep, I'm not doing this. Nope. I, it's like I'm not walking all the way back here to die again. So I was like, uh, and it it took forever. It's like me going through bullshit areas to get to them. Um, yeah. I was like, eh. I tried. I I beat the fucking Dragon Quest game. So whatever. There you go. So after that, I think this is part of the, what's it called, the Xanthurian Trilogy. So the next uh-huh. one is the Dragon Quest V. I popped that one in there, and I got like maybe three or four hours in that one. So that one you start out as a as a kid that it's like very reminiscent of like fucking Assassin's Creed 2 where like the new assassin was born as a baby, and then you go in there. <laughs> like that, that was like that where like the your hero's born as a baby, and then it flash forwards like six years because uh, it shows like the birthing scene. And like you're, you're on some... <laughs> You're on some quest with your father, and he, like you don't know what happened to your mother. Like it seems like she got sick at the end after she gave birth. So it's like you were in a castle. You had this dream, like you were in a castle, and you you wake up. You're like six years old. It's like and then when you used to be in the castle, and the father's like, ah, you're just dreaming about stuff. So apparently they've been traveling the world for like the last couple of years, and I'm assuming it has something to do with their mother, his mother, the hero's mother. And so like you run into these um, characters like it that are going to be your wives, that potential wives later on in the game. Like there's three female characters that you marry at some point. Uh, and they become your wife, and because this game's about generations, there's three generational skips in here, which is similar to I think like Fantasy, uh, Fantasy Star Four did the same thing mm-hmm. too, if I'm not mistaken. So like you start at certain ages, like ones up until like the teenage years, and then you skip up to like the 20s, and you skip up to your 30s. Uh, so like they kind of introduce you to like Bianca was one of them, um, and I forgot the names of the other two. I, like I said, I just started playing it on there. So like I said, I ended up going back to the original town uh, he came from, and I think. Now they got me doing some kind of like a uh, bullshit where I'm going to like a, I always want to say tricky towers or something like that, or tower terror. But I'm going like some kind of tower it's area like where a I have to like, location. like ex- exercise some ghosts so I can save some cat, cheetah cat thing that's being abused because they're like I've, well, seen, I've seen that in the artwork. Yeah, they're like we will we, we will it's like we will give you this kitten if you go exercise. They give like an impossible task like we'll leave this kitten alone if you go exercise a ghost from the tower. So I'm like in the dead of night trying to find my way over there. And I think that's the part where I just like, all right, I'm done for this for now. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I, think I, I don't the know. Cheetah ends up being part of the party. I've seen that artwork yeah, a lot. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's something that belongs to that character, Bianca. I think she ends up taking as as they grow older. That's my guess. So I don't know. I, I never, I think the only, I've, you can officially put it on my tombstone. I've beaten a Dragon Warrior game and I've beaten a Dragon Quest game. 
So look at you. Yeah, look at that. Put on my tombstone. That's nothing else. Here, who lies the guy he beat lived. War in a Dragon Quest game. Press A so, to honor Cesar. Yeah. Press B to party chat. That's what I had to do too. But um, um, I do get the party chat in five, and I already noticed the difference. So like every time something happens, I can talk to uh, Bianca, and she'll be like, "Oh, I can't believe this happened," or you know, "That's crazy." You know, they'll they'll, cool get, they'll, they'll throw their input on there. I love but, that uh, in games. I love that in games. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm, at this point, I'm just more concerned about going through my backlog. So I think I'm gonna knock out as many Dragon Quest games as I can and just get this cool. off my backlog list. Uh, there's I no, but I'm not sure. But somebody's told me like there's like 11 of them, and I think 10 of them I can play. Uh, that's the rumor. I'm not 100 percent certain if that's accurate or not, but we'll find out. It's on you, Brant. 10 of the 11. Uh, let's take us home, man. Let's go. Well, first off, if you, uh, Richard, on your uh, Luigi's Mansion thing, if mm-hmm. you if you get a chance to play with the entire family, try doing the multiplayer on Luigi's Mansion 3 with them. Okay. And have you and the missus and divide, you know, the girls up, one with you it's and four, one with mom. Yeah. Because oh. it, it, it does teams. Okay. And that way um, you guys can just play some fun little mini games. Cause, might give that a go. It's a good idea. But say you don't you don't want their experience with Luigi's Mansion to just be completely scared of it. And <laughs> they were they were scared. <laughs> Daddy, you like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you know, I guess it's creepy to us to play like a Resident Evil where you open the door, you don't know what's through there. Mm-hmm. But like the whole. And it's animated, so it's it's. Yeah. And the, my wife was trying to tell him, like, look, it's like a cartoon. But when Luigi's already scared, he's like, whoa. Yeah. And then on the doorknob, and then he opens the door, and there's no lights, and they hear, they hear, that was like a fucking horse. When they hear, like, they hear the ghosts in the room, and like shit starts shaking and all that, they're done. They're like, nope, you do it, daddy. But we will um, we'll try that new one. That multiplayer sounds good. At least something for, because I like how Luigi's Mansion. You're moving Luigi around with the the control stick they call it, and then the, you use the C stick for the flashlight and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I was hoping that would help them with the two stick type configuration. But I don't think we'll go back to it. We're gonna yeah. do. We might try the we might try the Switch one. It's a good idea. Um, really, I mean, the only thing I've gotten a chance to play is uh, I did start Metroid Fusion. Nice. Uh, what are you playing that on? Same as uh, Zero Mission. This okay. is the Flash card. Yeah, and Game Boy Player. Uh, not having any problems right now, so I don't. I don't know. It's good deal. That whole issue. I, it's just not rearing its ugly head. Um. <laughs> so this one is a little bit different than most of the other Metroids. Uh. The story, it, this one throws you in and gives you, you know, a decent bit of story at the beginning where you're yes. guiding some scientists through the uh, the planet that you've traversed several times. And then you encounter. You're like, you're like marching them through. Yeah. It's so funny looking. <laughs> Come on, follow me. I'm Samus. And, and then you uh, you encounter a life form you never have seen before. And then it turns out to be parasitic and it, you know, starts taking over. Uh, and infecting you 
Are they called like X or something like that? Yeah, it's the X parasite. And they wind up having to remove, like, surgically remove a bunch of your armor. And the only way that they could uh, cure you was with, um, they you they had some samples of the uh, the the Metroid, and they created a vaccine in order to uh, kill off that X parasite that was in you. And it and it worked, but you're basically your your um, body has completely changed yeah it was um, like in order to keep her alive it had to be infused with this thing yeah yeah because they couldn't take the suit off remember yeah yeah i'm trying to take the suit off and it was a grown to her body so funny this game this game's so old and it's the it's the direct prequel to a game that we're gonna get in <laughs> three months yeah, three months yeah hey man the ds1 was canceled we all know what happened to it so but um finish the fight finish the fight <laughs> so in this one you you're not on a planet after you've gone through your um after you've recovered um you basically get a distress call why'd you put qu- uh, quotations around recovered you're like recovered oh i mean because it just like everything happens really quickly so i yeah. mean it's just like i mean it's it's a, it, we gotta admit it's a gba <laughs> game it gives you a good bit of story in there yeah uh, you it w- does, and, and you, they've taken a character, you know, they've taken Samus, who's looked the same since 1986, and they've made her look yeah, changed totally her. different. So she's recovered, but at what, you know, at what cost? So I think that's a good, that's a good. She recovered, and we got uh, Metroid Other M. <laughs> oh. No, kill me again. <laughs> Let me stay dead. Is that I, canon? I, I, like, I, I don't want to take official. over. I don't think so. I don't want to take over Brant's story, but I like how Jeff Grubb is. That's the one Zelda game, uh, Mark Metroid game that he's replaying is the other M. Out of all the Metroid games he can play, he's like, I'm gonna play other M. <laughs> oh <laughs> Lord. man. Uh, so anyway, you get this distress call from this uh, research station, and you fly out there, and it turns out that the uh, they have a quarantine bay, and this whole it's a scientific research facility, basically. And there's they keep all sorts of life forms and all sorts of different stuff. And it basically parts of your suit and other things they collected uh, that were involved with this X parasite were in this quarantine bay. And there was an explosion. So you go down there. All right. To I don't huh? want to interrupt you again, but Metroid Other M is official, and it takes place between Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion. Oh, Brand, Lord. Stop! Stop your playthrough. Stop your playthrough. <laughs> now I'm gonna now. go play Other I'm, M. I'm, I'm, I'm looking on the website and it's a. I have to struggle through Other it's, M. It says it is part of the Metroid series and takes place between uh, Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion. So Dread is actually Metroid Six, or are they just <laughs> are they canceling it out of the game? Metroid, no, Metroid Other M is 3.5. <laughs> I'm sorry, so Brand, super, I, I to clarify. So it's Super Metroid Other M. Oh, yes. You like that? You like that chaos? <laughs> yes. Hey, it says on here Metroid Other M was re-released on the Wii U's Nintendo eShop, which I didn't even know was on there. So, how much? Huh. Twenty dollars, <laughs> twenty bucks probably. I think all Wii games are twenty bucks on the eShop. So they just sold, they just sold sixty dollars worth of Metroid <laughs> Other M. <laughs> so, I mean, you could almost play all the Metroid games on that fucking Wii oh U. Oh my man. gosh. Yeah. I'm trying to think what's not playable on there. Ah, uh, we had this discussion, didn't we? Yeah, uh, it's the original Metroid Game Boy. Yeah, it's yeah, Metroid Game, Game Boy. Boy yeah, Metroid Two. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, all right, Brand, stop what you're doing. Don't even talk about this game. You gotta go fire up uh, a. <laughs> nope. 
You're off on the lore. You're yeah, no, I'm good. You, you'll never know how Samus uh, executes the lethal strike on a Galmanian. I'm looking at the gameplay right now. Stop. <laughs> 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 oh, but anyway. So the yeah, anyway, yeah. how do you recover you, from that, Brant? <laughs> you uh, you find out the damn parasites are all over this facility, and um, there's six different sectors, and you're going to investigate because the uh, this computer that you interact with, which it looks like they're bringing that back mm-hmm. in uh, Dread, is there's like a the kind of yeah, like a hub computer that you get some direction from yeah um kind of gives you information about what you need to do where you need to go this this seems to be one of the biggest changes is uh you interact with this uh, um ai and it basically gives you direction whereas the other metroid games you just kind of explore and you go until you you know go oh well i can't go any more farther this way i just i guess i need to go the other way this one will actually tell you give you uh like a point of direction and tell you kind of what your overall objective is i like that a lot of people didn't with this game what do you what do you think because you're just coming off of Super uh, Metroid. i think it's different i don't think it's bad i yeah. i mean I don't I don't dislike it. I don't think it's, you know, hand holding because it basically just goes, you know, this is your objective, this is what you need to do. You still have this whole area you can go through and explore. Um so it doesn't get in the way either. No, it, it it doesn't get in the way and it doesn't really take away anything from you know from the overall experience. So as you're going to these sectors uh, you find out very quickly early in the game that there's a copy of you because this whole parasite can basically mimic uh, other life forms. So now there is this uh, what they call the SAX is is uh, basically called SAX, which is this different version of you. Um, that has S-A-X, like sax, like saxophone. S A hyphen X. Okay, I just heard S-A-X. saxophone. I was like saxophone. S A hyphen X. This is yeah. This is a saxy Samus. There we go. Let's talk about sax, baby. So I was trying to give the next the next lines of the song, but I can't remember. It's uh, you and me. Oh, I still don't know. I haven't heard that song. No, no, no. Uh, so this um different version of all the good things, all the bad things. What was I can't remember right now. Fuck. All right, sorry, Brent. He started. (laughs) This dark, this basically dark Samus is 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 following you around, stalking you. It's, uh, it's pronounced Moss. Uh, it's pronounced Moss. The Dark Samus is Moss. Yeah, I love that. I hope that's a big part of you know. I think they're leaning into that. We all the, we've seen with Dread is those uh, the Emmy thing, like stalking you through the certain zones. Yeah. It's like but freaking, I definitely hope. It was like a mobile version of Gladys from yeah mm-hmm. Portal. Every time I look at it, it's like oh guys, the thing from Portal. It's gonna ask me <laughs> about birthday cake. 
it definitely has a specific design flow to it, almost mm-hmm. like something Apple would have designed and yeah. come after you. <laughs> but, uh, I definitely hope the the Dark Samus or the the X Parasite thing makes an appearance. Go it's ahead, Brad. But uh, it's uh, it's you get a good bit of of story with this game. Uh, you know the 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 lore with uh, Metroid the games. There's not too much that goes along with it. You get like kind of a bit at the beginning, and kind of a bit at the end. You know, and you're basically implying what you see, what, what the actions you take. In this one, there's you're given a good bit of dialogue in between different things and at different points and interacting with this AI. And I've gotten to the point where it seems like there's something else that I, you know, that's going on but, but behind the scenes. Right. Um, Something's not right. Yeah, something isn't right uh, about this whole situation. And I've gone through each individual sector at least once. Um, before I got on the podcast, I did get out of the last sector. And now there's like some big malfunction in one of the other sectors. And I, it's mm-hmm. everything's timed and it could trigger some big explosion. And I started seeing this and I was like, you know, I just. It was literally almost eight o'clock. It was. I'm about to be busy. <laughs> so I was like, I, 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 this is later. This is a later thing. I'm not so doing this good. right now. It has great pacing. It, it's not handholdy, but the way it sends you from one place to the next is not like it is in the games mm-hmm. that you've played. But it, it propels the story forward in a way that makes visiting those places and being pushed to in that direction way more compelling than just like a handholdy type scenario. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is I've I've enjoying this. Um, I I really like uh, the overall design, um, the layout, the pacing, uh, the sprites. Everything looks so good. And to think this was a GBA game, I mean it's 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 mind blowing. Um, even the the little cutscene animations that that happen, everything's everything's so good, so good. And I. I actually stayed away. I wanted to look up something on on it, um, but I kind of stayed away because I remembered there being some controversy. And you, what was the huge controversy with this game? Because I know some people just absolutely hated it, um, Metroid fans wise. And was it mostly because it it was a little bit more um, directional, like it's it's a little bit more linear is it is it the whole like giving you directions thing is it was that the the biggest thing with that or that's, you gotta remember you got you gotta yeah. remember like a lot of people didn't play final fantasy 13 yet so after that people just stopped <laughs> everything got a pass after that yeah. it was it was the x parasite thing tied to your suit it was the different suit um it was the the computer giving you directions and mm-hmm. you know this is happening here and would you call it a Zisu riot? <laughs> and what do people think now? You know how is it viewed upon now? And it's just I think and it seems strange that a Metroid game would be frowned upon and I don't think it was panned at that point, but Nintendo was not in a high point in this era. This was not 
as far as like public perception and things like that. So, and I was working retail specifically right after this era and like GameCube and Game Boy Advance, they were just kitty things. They were just, they were toys. They, it wasn't real games. It wasn't, it wasn't PSP or uh, PS2 or Xbox. It wasn't online shooters and, and it just didn't fit in that. It was like, okay, this is great for that type of game, but um, everyone grew up, I guess is the better term, or art design stayed true longer. It's just like Wind Waker. Wind Waker was this pariah on the Zelda series and the GameCube and everything else. And it's look at the look at the way the public perception has twisted on that. People hated that game. Yeah, they but remember it. remember the demo they had with the the Zelda game originally on GameCube was like yeah. more of a live action one. And everybody go like, back and look this? at that. Go yeah. back and look at that. That looks like shit. When yeah. you look at that mm-hmm. link and that Ganon, it looks like garbage. But that, that was like the biggest a, argument, remember? It's like, you get, you did yeah. that and you made this 2D cel-shaded? That's, you know, nobody yes. played the game. They just looked at it immediately. Thank you, fuckers. You got us Twilight Princess, which I <laughs> cannot bring myself to finish. I beat it. I did it. Yeah. It, I it last Twilight Some Princess. of the dungeons overstayed is welcome, but it, 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 it did it. I did the thing. Brand, it was such a it was such a response though it was just like this and I know that E3 where they announced it and they showed him like you know it wasn't the Wii mode at that point but you were like hitting people on both sides of the horse and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. Miyamoto came out with the sword and all that that was that was kind of when they started reversing their for- fortunes headed into Wii and DS and that kind of stuff but that that GBA era, GameCube era that we look back and it's like, okay, we got some great experiences out of both of these consoles. They were not as popular at the time and they weren't flying off the shelf like like things were on other platforms. It was just it was just frowned upon and they leaned so much into the connectivity and their online was Nintendo <laughs> online still hasn't improved. I'm not gonna say they didn't they hadn't figured out online play yet because i don't think they still have but that was a that was a weird nintendo it was almost you had to be a fanboy or someone who was a huge fan of these franchises to see this through this was not the the casual um i wouldn't even say casual gamer this wasn't the person who can appreciate good games latching onto gamecube out of no other reason outside of nostalgia or you know reverence for these franchises it was weird, man. It was a weird time. People thought Nintendo was going under and they're going away and all this kind of stuff. So Metroid Fusion is a weird, is in a weird place in time for that company and that franchise. Well, I mean, I know that Fusion and Zero Mission kind of really, in, and in essence, kind of the Game Boy player came along because they were doing that other work with the... Uh, bringing out Metroid Prime with a, a studio that hadn't proved themselves before, and they kind of didn't really have faith <laughs> in it because of the rocky start and uh, the debacle with uh, everybody's favorite, Jeff uh, Spankenberg. And uh, uh, Yeah, they were nervous about there being a, a Western first-person shooter. Yeah. Metroid. So they wanted a more classic metroid game and they thought you know if it if it does really well you know and put make a game boy player for our you know system slap it on there and then they can play it on the tv if they really want to and then it went the opposite metroid prime did so well and really 
the GBA games, like you said, it just kind of was like people looked at it as, oh, well, that's you know, the handheld, that's the kitty thing, that's, you know, that's, that's for kids. It's not, you I'll know. look at them. They're a hundred yeah. something dollars a piece. Oh, golly. But now no. look at us. <laughs> and we, we got the prime. We got the prime trilogy. We made it. Who would have thought? To the end of the snap. episode. So what are you, what are you thinking about it? You just played a couple of these other 2D Metroids. This is is it high up there? Is it? I is like it? it. I yeah. really do. I, I think it's. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's really really good. Um, I felt the, the same way. I unwrapped it. I got that and Metroid Prime for Christmas. I got both of them at the same time, and I was just like, Oh my god, yes, this is a <laughs> what a time to be alive. Yes. My my main issue with it is some of the music is not as good as some of the other entries, but that is about it. That is about it. There's a few things that I'm just like, eh. That yeah, it's it's it does have some good music in some areas, but otherwise, I'm just like, eh. I don't like the way, you know, when you load in and you get the da na 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 na. Yeah, I, the one for fusion, it's like a different key. It's like a lower key, and I just it doesn't doesn't even sound right. right. The way yeah, but. Like an imitation, like you're like, yeah, yeah this isn't, this is close. You try, yeah. but it's not, I, yeah, I feel that. But overall, it's a, like I said, everything from, from the sprites to the, to pacing to, I mean, everything about this game, it's, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why people wanted more 2D Metroid, man. You know, they never lost the yep. touch. But that was it. That was the last yeah. one. That was the last yeah, one we got until that Mercury Steam one. They were more concerned about giving us uh, federations <laughs> with the mini games or whatever the hell that thing was about, and then you don't play as at all. Does anybody own that Metroid Federation Force? I was no. trying to look and see if I did. I don't think I ever bought it either. Watch it end up being some crazy expensive game. I, I, I guess Let's I see. Don't. That's crazy. You, you bought it? I don't think so. It's probably going to be impossible to own now. Well, it'd be more or less expensive than True Zero Mission and Fusion. Federation Force. What's it going for, Brant? Five bucks. Get us all a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Complete the Metroid collection. We must have it. 32 Remember, on Amazon. Whole, 23 used on, uh, on eBay. Expensive. Walmart push button entertainment. Uh thirty one ninety nine. Thirty nine thirty nine. Best buy GameStop. What's GameStop having for? Thirty nine. Oh, oh Pl- God. Play Asia has it for twenty nine. Here we go. I might have a victory. I don't so, think I have it. I don't see it, so I don't think I've ever bought it. That should have been a five below candidate. <laughs> How come none of us ever got it at five below? <laughs> oh, but yeah, hopefully I uh, I finish this game up pretty quickly. I I think I've um, I just got the freeze missile. Um, I'm I I get why they did it uh, because your body was susceptible to cold. That's the whole thing with this. The vaccine you took is you know Metroid based, and they're susceptible to cold so your body was susceptible you had to get your um uh your suit back uh 
in order to do to even have any kind of extreme temperatures to be around any. I don't feel like looking at that anymore. And so yeah, you you don't have the you don't have the freeze it's not beam, worth it. but it's gonna be disappointed either I way. I think I'm going after the the wave beam next, I believe. Okay. And after freeze beam is uh, always a good thing in Metroid because it opens up places you couldn't jump to. Like if you didn't get the mm-hmm. double jump yet, it, it opens up. You know, all right, if I freeze this person here, I could probably make that next cliff. But now now having it tied to the missiles is, I mean, it's not like you ever run out of missiles. But having to use your missiles for for freezing as well as destroying certain enemies that can only be destroyed with missiles is, um, I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of an odd choice. Oh, but yeah, that's uh, that's Metroid Fusion so far. It's a classic. Is that it for you, Brant? That's all you played, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking, and I I think the the most expensive thing I got 3ds wise is uh, that damn Fire Emblem Fates Special Edition. Hmm. I got two copies of those. Oh, there's that. All right, y'all got anything else to add before we get out of here? Nope. I was waiting to add, like I found it, but I don't see it. So. I found Metroid Prime Federation Force balls. Yes, let's fire it up. <laughs> I was I was looking at the Metroid Other M. I was like, it does take place between those two games. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna play it. You're gonna try it out. Well, well, Let's it, all give it a shot. Let's I'll, all give it a shot. I'll, I'll, talk give, it, about I'll it give it a whirl. Yeah, I've never played it before. I own it. Um, sure. I think uh, when I looked into it, there's uh, apparently there's a, a stage in Dead or Alive Dimensions for the 3DS that is from the yep. Metroid Other M in there. I yeah, was like, oh, Ridley okay. fly, Ridley yeah. flies through there and all that. I think yeah. Samus helps you out, but she's only like an assist character in that stage. So yeah. Yep. I was like, oh, I put like 12, 20 hours in that fucking game. I don't remember that at all, but whatever. So, Into Dead or Alive Dimensions? I love Dead or Alive Dimensions, yeah. Wow. I love Dead or Alive, yeah. All right. You know, you know, you know how I feel about fighting games? I own every King of Fighters. That's not on the Neo Geo system that's <laughs> affordable to me, so. Buy the tape, the tape deck <laughs> Neo I, Geo games. I, I literally, you know, I think yeah, here we go. This this came in yesterday. King of Fighters. Which one is that? The Orochi Saga. 94, 95, 96, 97, 98. Oh, the 90s. Good era. Every King of Fighters? Global right, match. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Adios. See you.